Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Caster Craig Podcast. Today we have Paul Bailey, Aaron Britt, and Johnny Z. Um, all these guys are this, this was one of the funnest podcasts I ever I have ever done. Uh, they made me feel like I pulled up to a buddy's house I haven't seen in like twenty years. We we pulled up. They're great. Made me feel at home. Made my wife feel at home. Uh, thank you again, Paul, for bringing us into your house and, and making us feel at home. Uh, you listen to this podcast, you could hear a little bit of my wife in the background yelling at uh, Brit. <laughs> it's I got to say, it's one of the funniest podcasts I've ever done. Aaron Britt should be a comedian at the same time because he he made me fucking laugh the whole fucking time. <laughs> He's a great guy. Um, Paul Bailey, Johnny Z has a great story, man. Uh, he tells you how he kind of breaks into the whole uh, filming thing and what he did to break into it. And he's got a good work ethic, and he tells you you got to do some shit for free sometimes. And great story. Uh, thank you again, man. And Paul Bailey, you guys know who he is. I don't need to tell you. Uh, big bait guy. Uh, kills it all the time. Thank you again, all you guys. Thank you, Irod, this month for sponsoring the Patreon. So if you guys donate to the Patreon, you have a chance at winning either a, uh, I think it's a Whippersnapper or a Wade Hogs. Uh, Bailey's mag stick. Uh, I'm sorry, swim bait stick. I'm not sure which one. And then uh, 794 pose. Uh, I think it's a pose stick. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. But one of my favorite rods. I use that rod like for everything, uh, especially calico, deep drop, everything. It's a good all around rod. Um, please donate five dollars on the Patreon. It helps the podcast do stuff like go up north, get a room for me and my wife, so we can stay somewhere. Uh, by mic stands everything like it's it's helped a lot so please go check out the patreon if you like the podcast um uh, what else we got going on i have sbs next weekend fishing a tournament again hopefully i don't eat a dick this time um and then the 19th i can't wait to see all you guys thank you barbecue land and traeger if you guys are into barbecuing check out barbecue land in long beach um they carry everything you need barbecuing especially traeger too uh, sauces, rubs, everything. Brian, go check out Brian down there. He is also a tournament angler for uh, Calico. He's caught some big, big bass. And he'd probably love to talk to you. So Tom Cast and Crank sent you. And I hope to see, I'm going to see all you guys that signed up for the boat. 
uh, we got a sneak peek coming. I think our next charter is going to be at the end of March with uh, me, Butch Brown, Fumio, and uh, Matt Pano, I'm thinking. So we're going to try to do something in the March and do another cool charter with you guys. It seemed like everyone is into it, so we're going to try to make it happen again. So uh, keep an ear and an eye out for that one. And please give us five stars on iTunes. And uh, check out the YouTube. I'm trying to put all the video up as I can. This one is just audio. It was a lot of work. And uh, it wouldn't have worked how it worked out with the, the lighting and everything. So I just did audio. But I'm still putting it up on YouTube, so please check it out if you can. And lastly, check out my wife's new Instagram page. It's uh, Honeydew Workshop Co. Please check it out. Um, she made some signs for Butch, and it would help me out a lot. So please go follow her. And thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, the next one is going to be, gosh, I don't even know anymore. Hold on. I'm going to check really quick for you guys. It is going to be... Um, Delta Roundtable. That'll be um, Caesar, Danny, D, Bobby D, Tanner, and Phil Dutra. That was a, an amazing one. That's coming up. That's going to be a really good one. And then we'll have, um, after that, will be Jack Soul, another good one. And then you're looking at Black Dog. We got a loaded month. I can kind of break it down for you guys if you guys want to know up to the 8th of March. So it'll be um, the Delta Roundtable, which is all the things I just mentioned. Jack Soul. Jack has an amazing story. He's 87. He still fishes Calico. He's been doing it for like, 50 years um he he crashed his boat on santa barbara island and his partner died super sad story and he talks about it um then we'll have black dog jared s and then i think after that might be eric and eric last time matt matt koch then it'll be butch and then a couple other people we're going to have is a Thunderbird Jeff, Ballast Point Fishing Team owner, Matt Pano. I got, dude, I'm trying to load it up for you guys. So please, if you can do me a favor, just uh, donate to Patreon. I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm just running my mouth. Donate to Patreon. Check out my wife's Instagram page. She'll like it. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. First of the NorCal trip. Um, <clears throat> With uh, some heavy hitters. We got Paul Bailey. Can you hear yourself? Oh, yeah. You can say hi if you want. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Aaron hey Britt. What up? What up? And then uh, this guy that's trying to go places. <laughs> what up? <laughs> What's your last name, Johnny? Uh, Ziola. Ziola. There yeah. you go. Um, another piece of the puzzle. I got to come up here for pretty much them, and then I'm going to hit Caesar, Jeremy from Black Dog, and John from GSJ. So this is a good one because I feel like uh, each of these guys did something, have done something really cool in the fishing industry with Paul with the big baits. Johnny pretty much, uh, I think you changed the game kind of in filming some of these videos. I agree. A little bit. Tweaked you know? it a little bit, but I don't know about changed it. <laughs> well, no, because truth be told, a lot of the videos I've seen look like dog shit. You know, our people don't take the time to really, you know. Put the yes. time in to make it look yeah. pretty. 
Yes. Okay, I don't, what is it? I just have it hanging here. Sorry. It's, it's either on or we off. We a peanut gallery over here, my wife. You look weird. My wife. Uh, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> but uh, no, I really do think that, you know, when I saw the iRod video, the first one I saw was like, fuck. When I saw the AFCO stuff, and I checked out your uh, channel. But I feel like all you guys are kind of doing something crazy. And same thing with Aaron. I mean, fuck, man. Not, not many people got Pacifico as a sponsor. That's a big fucking deal. Hey, he's trying to live that good life, man. Yeah, right. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's start with Paul. Um, everyone kind of knows what you did or what you do, you know, like the big bait thing. Um, what kind of go over how you uh, met Matt and how that all came real quickly? You know, you guys hooked up and. Yeah, uh, me and Matt, it was kind of weird. We were fishing tournaments against each other. Him and my brother were fishing against each other, I should say. And then, you know, I kind of fell into the mix. I was racing BMX for a long time. I ended up breaking two bones in my leg. I had a big surgery, and so I was out for about nine months. And at that point, my brother said, hey, dude, come bass fishing with me. You know, we, we catch them on these giant baits. And yeah. I, and, I, and I said, what? And he says, yeah, look at these things, man. We throw these things out, and you can troll them behind the boat, and they blow up on it, 12-pounders. 12, 12 <laughs> And I said, what? And and he takes me out. And I mean, the first day we went out, it was awesome. I, I think I stuck one, maybe eight pounds, you know, and he looks at me and he says, all right, you broke your bubble, you know? And then I was hooked from that day on. And then uh, Matt ended up being at the lake all the time, worked at the local tackle store. Me and Matt ended up becoming good friends and, and kind of the rest is history. The big bait posse came about and, you know, everybody kind of went their separate ways. You know, Kerr went on tour, you know, my brother went out to Havasu to, to, to mash and absolutely own that place. And yeah. Then, and then I came up to Clear Lake to just have fun and throw a swim bait. And that's kind of what my life consists of. It kind of turned into my life when it was just kind of a hobby. Do you feel like you uh, made yourself a little more private? You know what I'm saying? Like where you're not like a, a limelight guy? Because I everyone knows who you are. But I feel like you're barely starting to dip into the YouTube kind of hard now, your own channel. Right. So now you're kind of changing up a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I... I just look at fishing as, as something I really enjoy, and I actually really, really enjoy teaching people about fishing. But the direction after the posse that the whole swim bait game went just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. You know, I, I'd get on these forums, and, I, and I'd read through these kids asking questions, and I'd see 50 comments of kids being total dickheads. If Sorry if I can't say that. but No, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. <laughs> okay. God, dude. I, I, I would get on there. Dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right. We broke the ice. We broke the ice. Um, but yeah, I know I would get on there and I'd read these, you know, kids making fun of other kids when in fact nobody there has any clue what they're talking about. And that's kind of the direction I saw it going. And I wanted absolutely no part of, of, you know, some 15-year-old tearing down an 11-year-old because he asked, you know, hey, what do I throw my hinkle on? You know, you don't know, you can't read, you can't search. You how know? do you not know that, dude? Yeah, how do you not, how do you not know that? You know, you, you haven't read all the posts on this page, and there's 7,000 posts in two days. And so that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and, and, and I just like to fish, you know. I like to fish, and I like to show people how fun it is, and Johnny has absolutely opened my eyes to the cinematic side of this game, which is very untapped right now. And, uh, and that's kind of what I'm into right now. I, I'm into just getting really cool shots. It doesn't have to be a 19 pounder. Uh, I just like to fish. I like to throw a swim bait and, and that's kind of why I moved up here. So, um, I kind of stayed away from the forums and the swim bait game and, and that whole, that whole scene kind of on purpose. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love everybody's love for it, 
But the way they were treating each other kind of drove me away from being in the limelight, I guess you could say. No, it makes sense 100%. I mean, you, uh, yeah, I think I think the way you went about it is probably like what I would have done if it was something. I, I Music was my thing. Okay. So I kind of like had a kid and just went, I'm fucking done. You know, like, <laughs> right. Honestly, right. Yeah. You know, like, it's a hardcore band. So, you know, like pretty much after BMX, like you, it was, it was uh, music. Right. Played bass, guitar, drums, everything. Oh, very cool. Um, But I mean, it's, it's cool, but it's also cool to hear you kind of speak back up because a lot of dudes, you know, uh, came along and been doing the swim bait thing when you've been doing it since the get-go, kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. You remember all the times of, uh, like, uh, getting the first baits that came out, you know? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. When we got the first set of HUDs that were ever poured. That's crazy. You know, we, we got the first batch. I think Newman got a couple. Me and my brother got a couple. Butch got some. I think uh, Bill Siemental got a few. Yeah. And, uh, and we all kind of went out our separate ways on different lakes, and it was absolute chaos but yeah from the beginning we've been, we've been doing it since i can't say the beginning there's a there's a core group of saltwater guys that were really throwing the yeah big, they don't count though the big, <laughs> the big worm kings and stuff and really opened all of our eyes to holy crud this could be a, a thing in bass fishing and, and, and that's what it turned into it turned yeah. into a really big thing and it's cool to hear that you kind of cut your teeth down south right and then you bring it up here did was that kind of a different transition when you how old were you when you came up here so when I was when I moved up here, I think I moved up here when I was 28. So I had been fishing since you know 1918 at Casitas and Castaic and Piru and uh, all those lakes, and they were consistently getting stocked with trout. So it was absolutely ridiculous. It was an untapped game, and that's literally what it was. It was a game you'd go there, and it was yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's literally what it was. Uh, but moving up here from there definitely translated. Uh, this lake is a swim bait lake and, and, you know, you can go to a trout lake and throw a swim bait and, and, and you can get lucky. But here with the bait fish we have and everything, it's a totally different game, but it translated because I, you have to, it makes you focus on just throw the swim bait. Yeah. And that's what the game is. Just throw it and learn it. Did you, uh, when you first came up here, cause I know it's kind of like with fishing could be a locals only thing. Do people come up and go, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? This is like, you know, don't come in. But the, the same time, you kind of kept quiet, and you weren't doing that shit. Well, maybe you were. I mean, that's right. a hard one. You put out a fucking video, so I, people probably thought you're blowing up their shit up here. Right, so that, yeah. that, that was kind of a weird deal. You know, I, I was really kept my distance from everybody up here when I first moved here. Um, it just so happened when I moved here, I was working uh, as an electrician, and my boss had moved here and transferred his business here over to Ukiah. So when I moved here, we ended up having, I had a job, and he was my team tournament partner that I had won a lot of money with down in SoCal throwing swim baits. And so we already clicked, we already meshed. And uh, when we when we started fishing tournaments here, it was top three, top three, top three, because we knew how to throw a swim bait. We knew where to throw it. We knew what to target. And uh, and and I just kept my distance. And everybody slowly just started coming up to me at the tournaments. Hey, I'm so and so. Hey, I'm so and so. You know. And I went about it that way instead of instead of kind of you know, hey, third place on Instagram. Or, hey, pulling you know, your dick out and trying to. Yeah, stop you know, bit. I got a third place today. You know, or I got a second place today. You know, and kind of I, that's kind of more my style. You know, I like showing people. You know, hey, look at me. You know, I mean, I can't remember anybody filming themselves fishing before we did it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember, you know, so I'm pretty sure we had a lot to do with the whole GoPro, you know, on the boat. And it's just fun to show people what, what I do. And, and that's pretty much why I do it. And, and I feel like you, you made your point uh, when you filmed that video. How many fucking double digits did you guys catch? <laughs> 
It, it was a little ridiculous. It was to the point where we were catching so many seven to, I'd say, 11-pound fish that we just stopped weighing them. It didn't even matter at that point. You know, we'd have a weigh-in shot for every fish that we caught, and, and we ended up using none of them because it didn't matter. It was just like, this is pure awesomeness, and that's all we wanted out of it was put it in before you go fishing and make you really want to go fishing. Did you get shit for that? Did you guys get some shit, like, from people going, you fucked our lake up? No, because we were the only ones doing it. At the time. Yeah. yeah. Th- there was that small, small core group of guys that were winning the tournaments, and there was maybe eight teams. And of the eight teams, we had five of them in our crew. So it, it was really, hey, are we going to blow this up? And then once we saw the direction the trout plants were going after two years, then we said, guys, we've got two and a half years of footage we've already collected. Like, we got to do this now because it's never going to be like this again. And then it doesn't matter if everybody comes up now. Yeah. And so that's what we did. We just rocked it, threw it out there and said, you know what? Forget everybody. It ain't going to be like that anymore. No. And that's what happened. And that's what kind of Matt said the same thing after that. It kind of turned off. It just, the trout plants are everything and they have to be consistent. You can't get one every four months, you know, two. And you're not, you don't think you'll see the the size anymore down there. Um, You will. You'll see the size. If they keep planting them. They got to keep they planting. But not the yeah. way it's going right now. Not the way it's going right yeah. now. I heard this year's been a lot better down there. I'm not down there very much to be able mm-hmm. to to be able to keep up with the game. But from what I've seen on the DFG plants, and the state of California is owed a lot of trout right now. So I would imagine Casitas has been getting a bunch, Castaic, Pyru, all these places have been getting yeah. multiple stockings this year. And since the road so much, I, I think it's only going to go up. They're going to have a good time down there the next few years, I think. Yeah, it looks like it. The guys I've had on kind of want to push for something too. I mean, we'll see how it goes. But let's uh, move to uh, Aaron over here. Let's do it. He's a fun. He's one. legit. Oh man, <laughs> this guy yeah, over fun here. One, is that is it. that a name from uh, fighting? No, God, I wish. No, it's actually <laughs> fuck. Back when I was like, like 2011, we were doing a fancy football deal, and a buddy said my last name Britt, and he fucked around since I'm about legit and he's like legit Brit and I was like and normally I get people shit for nicknames I think they're fucking stupid you know like when people call themselves something I'm like it's so stupid but I was like it actually sounds pretty cool and then, and I haven't got more so my, I remember my rookie year on tour I went out to um, when I was on tour I, you know a lot of the guys were like you know I had one guy in particular pulled, came aside, pulled me aside after a derby and was like, you know what, Britt, I'm not going to lie to you. You come out here with your flat bill and your tattoos and you call yourself legit. I thought you were going to be some fucking punk. He's like, you're actually pretty cool. You know? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's not, I mean, I'm not like I'm I'm legit. Like, it's just, it's just kind of stuck with me. It's not It's not like I'm a gloating term or anything. It just kind of, you know, rolls off the tongue and it just, it just you know, it's my guide business, legit Brit guide service. And yeah, it's kind of rolled with it, man. <clears throat> you, um, you've been fishing up here. You lived up here your whole life. Yeah, I live in Yuba City, which is about an hour and a half, hour okay. and a half from here. Yeah, and uh, you, uh, when did the? I know I don't ask the fuck. You guys listen to the podcast. I'm, how did you start fishing? It's like okay, we're past <laughs> that. I know how you fucking started. Yeah. You know, but uh, when did you uh, decide to go to the tour thing? Was that after fighting? Yeah, well, yeah, for fighting, we'll talk to touch base on that yeah. a little bit. But yeah, fishing's always. I mean, fishing. I mean, like Paul touched on it. It's 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 a life to me. You know, I eat, breathe, shit, bass fishing. It's just something that. But I think there's a difference between liking fishing and, and loving to fish, you know, and, and there's a lot, there's a substantial difference between the two. And um, I've just been fishing my whole life. I, you know, I grew up river fishing for striper, salmon, sturgeon, and um, in fact, came out here to Clear Lake when I was 16 years old for the first time, fished with a guide, and that was back when it was fucking booming, you know, it was April, we were catching them on Cinco's. Who stuff. was the guide you went out with? I think Dave Majestic, if I remember okay. correctly. You know who that is? I Paul? remember Dave, Dave Majestic, Majestic. <laughs> yeah. He, he, <laughs> hasn't, he hasn't been around in a while. You can kick but, that if you want, like, like a yeah. comfortable. And I haven't, haven't heard, I haven't heard his name go. in a while, but, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that, I was bass fishing, you know, prior to that, but that was the time where it just, it, I, I remember just being like, fuck, this is what I want to do so bad. And yeah. Then, 
and uh, yeah, fished here, started doing that, and then you know, I was fortunate enough to win a, a FLW series tournament up here in fourteen, which really, really kind of kickstarted. Kicked the my butt. Uh, well, you know what's funny? Kicked I, it. I, I think <laughs> what's I was, the? Uh, you wanted to tell that story because I like. I had um, Tom White on, and he kind of told his, and I thought it was really cool the way he explained yeah. it. Talk about yours, because I mean, we could. That's like a game changer to me. Sure, hundred percent. Yeah. So I think I think I was actually up here. I think we, I stayed with Paul that tournament, or, or no, I didn't. I stayed with Chris down. But we, yep. we Paul and I have always, you know, Paul has taught me a, a, a lot up at this lake. You know, we you, you, when you fish, you self learn a lot. But there, you know, no one does this by themselves for the most part. There's always a little small networking group, and you keep your circle tight. And Paul has always been, you know, extremely helpful, and I've learned a ton through him. I'm up here, and I'm sure he's learned some things from me. You know, we we fish similar, but there's certain things we do differently. But um, we had a very pretty similar practice, Paul and I. I know we were catching 18, 20 pounds a day on a square bill. Um, and uh, I had one spot that I – the last day of practice I caught – and I probably shouldn't have caught this many, but, you know, I was young and dumb. I think I caught, like, five sixes in a row on a deep, on a deep crank. I just kept fucking throwing it in there. I'm like, look, that's another one. So I caught – you know, I had 30 pounds in five casts, and I left. And – uh, rolled there the first thing. This is back when I had, had a 94. I was fishing out of a 94 Ranger, 150 Merc, and probably putting me about 52 miles an hour. So I was never the first one anywhere. Um, got the spot, was open. Um, uh, did not catch a fish on it. Ended up leaving and just actually fished all the stuff I was catching. Never caught one. Pulled up a deep crank on, on Glenhaven, which is one of the most, you know, popular spots on this lake. And, um, fucking jacked them i had, <laughs> had 29 pounds on the first day and literally fishing solo with that one no that's what we did a co-angler i was fishing with actually my co-angler was leading the tournament after that first day too he had 24 and then blank the second day didn't even catch a check oh, fuck. but uh we ended up going back to where i started um and uh i ended up catching an eight at the end of the day and gave him a crankbait he caught a seven on it um and then that was, I, that was cool a cool move on you you, you know? know what i had 20 i had 29 in the, if i had 15 in the box i'd told him to fuck off you know but i had, <laughs> I, had I had 29 i was feeling pretty good i'm like dude here fuck it. you can use my rod if you want I mean, that's kind of where i was at but uh, uh it's amazing how nice we become when we've got a big bag in the life yeah, world. Oh, yeah. another thing too is but for me particularly I'm, I, I tell people i'm a, i'm in my most obnoxious form when i'm sober and fishing like it's it, it, there's a fine line between passion and excitement. And, and, and if you've people have been on the boat with me, I mean, I go from the high to lows and the, the overall experience throughout the day of fishing, your emotions, fuck, man. I can't, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't, I, I've gone from wanting to punch a baby to adopt one in like in, yeah. in, in, in two seconds. I mean, literally. And, and it just, it, you know, can you make a shirt that says that? Cause I will buy it. Yeah. I'll buy that. I mean, hey, don't worry. It. So I have a soundboard right here oh, no, and I'm perfect. taking people's little, the, the ones that I like and I put it on. Same there. Thing. So I have one of a, of an old uh, ship captain, uh, Alan Watson. He's like 80. Let's see if we can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have some uh, saltwater tournament anglers. This one, let's see. <laughs> so you're going to be right there. Uh, no, mine, mine's too small to measure, so thank God I'm on that boat. I'm Jewish. We didn't even get blessed on that part. Uh, but uh, anyway, so day two, I was leading the tournament. Day two, I went out and fished pretty much the same areas. I think I weighed only 18, but I had I think 26, 27 hooked. I lost two real big ones. Um, fell to second place, and then the second or third day, I went out with Todd Klein, who ended up winning the derby on the back of the boat. I was down, I think, fuck, four ounces, I think, and went out, and I think I had 19 pounds at about 255, and I was on Glenhaven, and I threw a crank out there, and to this day, I'm not sure how it happened. I remember whining it, and it doesn't get to the bottom, and I feel a fish bite it, and usually when a fish bites a crankbait, if you fucking got it, and I actually literally felt this fish bite it and missed it, and I remember just... <sighs> I remember just going, fuck. And I remember throwing back in there and I had my head up looking at the sky, winding, and it fucking ate it again. And it was an eight pounder and I cold it. 
I remember Todd netting my fish. I'll never forget this. Netting the fish. I'm on the back of the boat. He nets it, and he just drops the net on the back of the boat with the fish still in. I'm hugging him, jumping. The fish is flopped. Like, I don't even, def- I'm not even paying attention to the fish and freaking out, screaming, and ended up getting the box. And, um, yeah, that was an emotional moment for him. My parents were there to watch that, and, um, you know, I, like I said earlier, passion. I, I mean, I, I think I've cried on stage three or four times just because the amount of work we put in to do this and um, the drive I have and, you know, wanting to be the best. I set my expectations very, very high in this game. When I don't meet them, it, it bothers me, you know. And, like, when I go golfing, I'm, I'm, you know, I play golf. I don't get as mad as I used to, but I'm not supposed to be good at golf. Yeah. I'm supposed to be good at fishing. I put all my time and energy. So when I don't do well, it's like, fuck. So winning that derby was big. I ended up, you know, spending all the money I won and, and bought half of a new Ranger, you know, in 14. And, um Fished a couple more years, and yeah, went on tour in 17, and just, fuck, had the rookie year, top 10 Forestwood Cup, cast for That's top crazy, 10 three dude. derbies, finished 28th in points, you know, and just had an amazing year and fished real freely, and um, it's been a fun ride. And like I said, I picked up Pacifico as a title sponsor this year, which is, uh, awesome. which, it's fucking huge. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, to be a to be a person like myself, you know, it's funny, I actually had a meeting with the with the head guy, and he, <clears throat> we met up, and he goes, dude, you're, you're what we're looking for, you know, you're tatted, you're young, our... our our motto is live life anchors up. You know, it's what, it's what we're looking for. And, um, and I take pride in all these sponsors. Every one of, every one of them I have, I, you know, I, I, I feel I, like at the same time you, uh, set yourself a little different than everyone else. And I'll tell you what, and, and I tell people all the time that, that I'm not everyone's cup of tea, but I'm, I'm, I'm most, and I'm, I'm okay. If you don't pick up, I put down. In fact, it, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking bother me a bit. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not for everybody. I'm honest. I keep it a hundred and some people pick that up and some people don't. And again, I'm, I'm good with both. And it, it's, I'll never, I'll never change who I am to make someone else, you know, have a different opinion. Well, of that's me. something you know I mean? should live by. It's I'm trying to do that right now to get some sponsors, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say fucking shit too much. Just do you, boo boo. <laughs> hey, there, there's plenty of sponsors for everybody. If, if you just know who to contact, yeah. be yourself, yeah. you know, and just like Aaron said, yeah. dude, don't change for nobody. Yeah. You're, no, you're, but I, I think that's, that's really cool. You kind of, uh, it sounds so fucking dumb. The bad boy image, you know, like, it, but it is. You're, you're tatted up. You got neck tats. It's like some people don't want to touch it, especially in the fishing industry. Oh yes, I they see that they go, "Oh, this guy's yeah. a fucking," Dude, you know. And, and I can't tell you that many times it's happened. But my mom always said, "It's not how you look; it's how you act." You know yes. what I mean? And, and and if people, you know, my tattoos, you know, I got "Stay True," I got fishes, I got my mom, "Chase Your Dreams," "Never Give Up," like all these peace and love. Like they're not like stug life. Fuck you, eat a dick. Like they're, you know, they're, they're, Ooh, I want to get eat a dick for yeah, sure. Put it right above my butt, my little. Tra- Stamp. <laughs> Dick goes here. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, it's it's been a it's been a fun ride though, man. I'm, I've got the the people I've met. Um, I mean, I'm sponsored by. I mean, I got the the coolest. I mean, these I rods. I mean, I got. I, yeah, you know, we I, love I rod here. I really, all of us love I rod. And, and the cool story about that too is I remember I was at a, I think I was fishing a co-winger in the Delta, and at the time I was with Powell and uh, Keith was. You know, this is you know this is Keith's whatever. I haven't talked to Keith forever, but uh, you know I was getting a little percentage off him, and, and I didn't expect much. And I think Matt actually approached me at the, when I was in the weigh-in line and said, you know, hey, blah blah, introduce himself. You know, I heard about you. Would love to have you on the staff and. From that day forward, it's been, and you know, I had a, this is probably four years ago, I had an offer with Daiwa, you know, I said I wanted to use their uh, <clears throat> their reels, and the guy said, we'll give you a deal with rods and reels, you know, but, and I, I said, fuck, I, I, I don't want to go back on Matt, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to, that's being you know, true, man. It's, that's it's a, what it is, yeah. I, you know, Matt's yep. been good to me, and, you know, and I, and she's taking care of me, and it's like, I, I would expect someone to do that to me, you know, I mean, if someone would just, you know, kick, put me in the fucking dust for something like that, I just, you know, and, and I'd be using fuck the same smaller reels for three fucking years. You know, what I mean? just clean them every year. So, if any real sponsors out there want to, you know, give me some reels, please. I'm, I need some. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I just caught a nice plunker fish on your new brand new rod. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got, I got the, uh, I got a couple rods. 
I yeah. use the salt. I use the Kamada series a lot. Those okay. are nice, bro. Those uh, are I, super hook, nice. He hooked me up with all those. So those I, are awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love them, man. And, and uh, well, Paul's got the new one, the core candle. Those things are. Or is that mm-hmm. that one's out, right? Or yeah, yeah. Yep. The Dude, new it, is it the mag? Yours? It is. I've bad. got a, the core candles are on the eight hundred fours. The uh, core candles for the eight sixty five mag are on the way right now. Okay. But yeah, the the uh, the new core candles for the eight hundred fours are freaking awesome. I was fishing it a little bit today with the HUD and. Uh, it's it's cool, man. You know, I was never a big cork handle fan. I don't care about having a long handle. You know, the HUD, you know, the Hinkle, the 250, everything, it throws itself. You don't really got to put too much effort in. It takes a little bit of loading the rod up and off it goes. And so I never looked that far into to the rod. I just, I'm more considered, or I'm more worried about the action of the rod yes. than I am how long the handle is. Um, but I, you know. But when you're a short guy like me, that handle <laughs> helps a lot. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Because I get that, you know, I fucking... You know, need to get that. It's like a catapult. Right. Yeah, right. I need right. to catapult yeah, that catapult. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, you know, and then now Aaron's got his new rods coming yeah. out, you know, and so, I mean. We're, Is there a name for the new rods? Well, the Legit Brit Finesse, or Legit Finesse Swimmer, the spinning rod, but we got one. Oh, we have I one. can't wait. It's, uh, well, that's that's out. It's been out for a drop while. Shot. Well, yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. I'm a slut for the drop shot. Dude, yeah. a lot of Everybody guys is. love that. Everybody's Everybody's drop a, shot. We got a bait casting version coming out. Uh, just a few more little tweaks to it, and that should be coming out hopefully in the next couple months. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's just dude, it's just been a fun ride. I mean, to people I've met, the people I've got to fish with, the sponsors I've I've, I've, I've gained and maintained, and uh, it's – I'm living my fucking dream, dude. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, I, and I, do, you do guide service. And I guide up here. You know, I guide is it full-time then, fishing and guiding? It's full-time, yeah. So when I come back, I do full-time guiding. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just fishing, man. It's – you know, and, and it's – I play, I, I play a lot too, you know, like when I, like I, I, I'm 34 years old, you know, I don't, um, I just recently started seeing a girl, so it's going to be probably a little different now, but prior Uh-oh. to that, you know, I was, Uh-oh. no, she's the best. Hi, Daniela. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, it's been, it's, it's just been a fun ride, man. I, I don't know. I mean, again, I mean, I grew up watching these guys. I grew up, you know, idolizing these dudes, wanting to be these guys, wanting to fish them. Now I'm fucking fishing against you ever, them. Uh, how about this? You ever get big dick? This is a term I, on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You ever get big dick by someone you idolize and you're like, fuck yeah. You don't got to say his name. I don't get big dick by anybody. <laughs> no one big dick. I, I came on that scene. Hey, I am the big dick. <laughs> no, it's not that I'm a big dick. It's, just, it's not that I'm acting like I'm, I'm gloating, but people know, like, I, I don't fuck with me on the water. Don't, you know, I'm, no, I don't bite that. my tongue. How about, like, there's someone that you, like, respect and you're like, yo, I can't wait to meet this person. And you go up to him and he's kind of like... Not, hey kid. No, not that's really. cool. That's what, great. What, what's cool about once you get to that level, we're all we all share the same passion. We're all there for the mm-hmm. same reason. So if we, if there's one person, one one person who, and this is no knock on him, but who I who I thought might have been a little dickish is, <laughs> is David Dudley. You know, and, and I've, I've met him. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's not okay. It's no knock on no, him. Yeah, David's yeah. a great guy. It's just yeah. you know, I've, there's been a few times where I thought you know he kind of cold shouldered me a little bit, and I'm and I you know it's not it's not, no knock on him. But it's that, just, but he asked me a question. I answered it honestly. You know, it is what it is. And did you tell him, hey, dude, I feel like you're fucking No, right. no, no, no. But I will, David, where are you at? No, no. But I mean, that's happened to me. Like, I've yeah. I've had experience. I've talked about the podcast, like, with local dudes where yeah. they're fucking assholes. Yeah. And I hit them up. I go, dude, what did I do to you? And they're like, you know what? I'm sorry. And it was cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why were you right. fucking asshole? You know, right. like, I'm right. sure it happens all the time. Fishing is kind of like that. Fishing because everybody just kind of keeps it themselves. Yeah. So Who's this you? guy over here? Yeah. I'm pretty vocal. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, what? I show this what come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I show, I show my cards for pretty early. Change. You know, I, I show my cards pretty early. I don't. It's. I, I do that because I don't want like you know months down the road someone having a question like I'm gonna let you know who I am why I'm here what I'm about real fucking quick that way you, there's yep. no questions we got there's we no, got a whole we're gonna we're gonna keep doing the circle mm-hmm. we're gonna come back and hit certain topics oh. so oh. Okay. let's do the next guy this guy's kind of 
He's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> he's got nice hair. Yeah, he's a right camera now. nerd. They're camera flowing. Nerd. Fucking L'Oreal. He's got L'Oreal two and one. He's got good shine, good balance. I put my lead-in conditioner, everything. He got a Brazilian blowout over there. I do. <laughs> Yummy. Um, Johnny, your last name. I fuck, I'm going to fuck it up if I say it. Ziola. Everybody says Zuela. I don't know why. Ziola, like Eddie Fiola. Yeah. Yep. Italiano. It sounds like a brand of sparkling water. <laughs> right? Um, Ziola. It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is gonna be a real fucking good oh, one yeah. um let's talk about you uh the first thing i saw you do was the irod video and i was very impressed um i think you're kind of doing something different like all these everyone else we've talked to with uh film and video i feel like you uh you changed it up a lot and the editing you were doing you know everything looks great um when did you start getting into that I actually got into filming. It was probably, I did a long hike on the JMT and literally just started filming with my phone. My cousin was like, oh yeah, dude, check out the cameras on these iPhones. And I was like, okay, like, I don't really know, but we had nothing better to do than just hike. Yeah. And we'd stop and film some flowers. And I came back and just started editing on iMovie on my phone and I posted it to Instagram and everybody's like, dude, that's so sick. And I'm like, yeah, so you didn't even thanks. know that you had it. I have no I had no idea. I literally learned everything I know from YouTube. And I've spent thousands and thousands of hours on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube University. So um <clears throat> and yeah, the filming thing is just kind of like I don't watch a lot of TV, but I really love watching like YouTube and seeing like say like snowboarding videos or surfing videos. And I I've always felt that like fishing is kind of just missing something like that. And uh I think fishing is just more like people kind of look at it as like, oh, yeah, here, let me watch this tip video on how to throw this bait. And, you know, and, and fishing, I, I think fishing is cool. And I'm tired of people asking me like, oh, oh you fish? Oh, that's cool. Like, what's that about? <laughs> it's like, well, here, uh, I'm going to make a video and I'll show you how I think it's cool. Yeah. And, well, you, you make know, it look like like your people are there. Like, you get you people to fucking experience. Like, your videos. There's you, so many little moments yeah, in fishing. That's, that's what it is. The day, it's wild. You that's know? like, I, I mean, when I try to make my own shit, kind of like I look at yours for uh, – some inspiration. Yeah. And I, I mean, I really think you do some great shit. Like, I'm like, this is how it should look. Yeah. Or something should. And that's how you learn. You know, I pull stuff from other industries and, you know, other yeah. creators too. Like, like you just talked to Brandon, like Kyle Vandiver, his filmers, crazy good. You yeah. know, and, and, the, and that you guys all feed off each other and everybody gets ideas and it's, it's cool. So the game's kind of changing, progressing, and it's not just going to be just about tip videos. It's going to be like, I think it, I think bass fishing has a long ways to go. Like, look at fly fishing. Have you ever watched like fly fishing videos? Fuck, dude. They're super cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> a, a tournament, a bass tournament was just one on a fly rod. Uh, yes, up at yes, Shasta. it but, was. But no, but like you know, I just feel like bass fishing is. I don't know what it is. There's just not a lot of guys that are like in into the filming yet but they're gonna get their like gopros a lot of people are doing that kind of stuff but i cannot fuck okay the new gopro different story the old shit i cannot stand did you just say someone won on a fly GoPro. rod at, at shasta did, did they, did at they the really? team the wild west team oh gotcha gotcha i thought, really? I thought you said michaels yeah. i know michaels won no that way. yeah i believe it float and fly i guess that's the rumor i mean i didn't well you know, I, you know, fly. yeah i believe no it. not a float and fly like on a fly rod Throwing a floating fly? some sort of fly some sort of yeah so that was like a month ago but yeah believe it and uh, how long have you been actually like filming? Like, where you got a camera, you kind of started editing. Okay, so what it was was my one of my best friends, Pat Tui. He was like, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna fish the the Bassmaster Opens." He's like, "I'm gonna go out east. I need a co angler to sign up with me." And I was like, "I'll do it." And I'd always wanted somebody to film me fishing. 
I was always like telling my buddies that were like, you know, stay down in LA. And I was like, dude, come on, you got to come to the lake and film me fishing. And it never worked out. I've had a couple of them come out and they were just like, didn't get it, whatever. So after he said he was going to go fish the opens and I was going to fish as a co-angler, I literally had enough money to buy a camera and a drone. And then I had to borrow money from my brother to buy a laptop. So then I go out east and I'm fishing. If you as don't a mind me with, asking what camera and drone did you buy? Uh, Sony A6500 was my Ooh, first camera. That's ever. your first camera? Yeah. It's a nice camera. It's a nice camera. That? That's yeah. the one Paul has. I got one now too. And yeah. because Johnny referred it, it's, it's free. <laughs> well, no, this is, this is great because people will listen and they watch oh, yeah. this shit. So they're going to go. I have the A63XNL400. Oh, that's a great one. That is a great <laughs> that, one. That's the best one. Yeah. On the the flux, flux capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, you start talking to this camera shit. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of went out there, just bought it, and literally had no... I knew how to use iMovie, which is very basic. Had no idea how to set up the camera except turn it on. And uh, while we were practicing, I just filmed and ended up doing pretty good in that tournament and making... I got second and won 6500 bucks, paid my brother back, and started editing that video slowly after work. And like two and a half months later, I put it out. And everybody's like, dude, this is so cool. And I was like, thanks, man. Like, I, tried, <laughs> I, tried, I tried really hard. You guys check out that, that Zoom transition I put in there? <laughs> you know? And so people kind of liked it. And then I just kind of like held on to that. And I was like, dang, like this, you know, people, people think this is cool just like I think it's cool. And so I've probably, I've only been doing it for like three years. Which is amazing. Damn, Because yeah. you, yeah, you, three years. you wow. make a living off of it. Yes. Right? I just started going full time. So dude, I just started, awesome. I went out east to film with the Zaldane. So Chris and Trait Zaldane and we we filmed uh, a series for Bassmaster's YouTube channel for the Bassmaster Elite series and yeah. every other tournament they're on. And it was sponsored by Amazon. So Amazon's a huge sponsor to get into fishing. So we put out seven Yo, episodes. Yo, Amazon, what's up? You know, Podcast. What's yeah, up, hit us up, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, so um, next year, I'm going back. He's going to Florida to fish his professional events. He's going to be there First week of February, I think. Uh, I think I'll be there. Yeah, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna stay next week and go play around for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't tell the lady. You gotta you gotta, you gotta tell the lady you're yeah. fishing. Oh, she's she's actually gonna fly oh, out. Oh wow. You Ooh. go, you fish you you if you in in Florida in February, you better fucking hang out for a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> I tell you what, that is it's the only other place that's equivalent to, to California is yep. I think there in Texas in yeah. February. It's, it's hard to leave. Yep. And yeah, so then uh, I'll be traveling with the Zaldanes. I know Trey's gonna be fishing her opens, Chris is gonna be fishing the Elite Series and and I'm going to find some time to fish an open circuit, too. You also do, uh, like, you've done some AFCO videos. You've done, yeah. Yeah. You I've, do a lot of little, like, what other stuff have you worked shout on? Shout out AFCO. I've, I've done, yeah. I've, uh, so what, what I cut my teeth doing was I would, there's two separate stories. But so my first thing I ever did was I filmed Carl Jockamson at the U.S. Open, the U.S. Hello, Open night. Me and my mate, we were running around like me. <laughs> And, uh, oh god, Johnny could go all day. Yeah. I swear, if 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 I told him he needs to make a YouTube channel and strictly just in British, strictly in Australian, strictly in because Australian? he will fool everybody. I'll just tell the rest of the story like this night. So. Yeah, I, I, yeah. do it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. So uh, we went out there, and I met I met I met Carl over there at the U.S. Open, and. I literally had just bought like this really crappy wireless microphone and I had no idea how to use it. I just plugged her in and Plugger. went out there and uh, I was sleeping in my car in the parking lot. <laughs> Did you say me car? In my car. I think that was a little bit like Irish or something, but I'm, I'm going to tell her. I, but so I was, I was just oh, sleeping man. in the car. It's, it's like a hundred degrees. At yeah. Night. And so I'm just filming Carl, just kind of letting him do his thing. I'm kind of quiet. So they requested for you to do this. No, I hit him up. Okay. So, 
that's like the other thing with filming too that people need to realize when you first start you got to do stuff for free and i'll tell you the rest of this okay Dude. so i was like should i spend uh two grand to like you know hit up guys or i'm oh, sorry to fish the tournament or should i film somebody and i was like i should just film somebody who's gonna be there and i actually hit up trait first and she couldn't go because she was getting surgery and i was like who else seems cool that's gonna be there and i was like carl jacobson so i hit him up and filmed him how long ago was this when was this this was in 2017 oh, wow. damn I think it was 2017 yeah so but here's where the story gets good um so i put out that edit and then carl calls me up he goes mate i got a i got a gig for you and i'm like what he goes how would you think about you know traveling with me on the flw tour have flw pay for you to fish the co-angler side throw you some money for some tip videos and you come film me during practice and i'll pay you some money and i was like oh yeah i'm in <laughs> oh yeah sign me up uh, th thank you thank you and so that's where I started, like, just filming kind of part-time. And then the AFCO thing happened at the same time. So AFCO did this, this uh, competition called Bass Boot Camp. Mm -hmm. And what it was was it was a video competition where people from all over the United States would put in these one-minute videos to AFCO um, to prove to them that they would be a good representative of the company. And, they, and AFCO would pay your way to fish a Bassmaster open circuit which is like semi-pro qualifying for the Bassmaster Elite Series. Mm -hmm. So right when I head out east, I'd entered in my video, and then I get the call or email, I don't even remember what it was, from Matt Florentino, who's been on the podcast. Yeah, he's a buddy. He's a super cool guy. Yeah. And he's like, Shout hey. out AFCO. Yeah, shout, shout out AFCO. <laughs> we're, all, we're all AFCO here, too. Hey, Everybody. same here, yeah. dude. They, yeah. They've been a help to the podcast, yeah. too. So I'm, uh, awesome. we're all, their stuff is, is, is legit. As yeah, it's legit. I mean, oh, 100%. But uh, for that first whole year, um, I was – Filming for Carl, filming for FLW, and then AFCO was paying for me to fish the Opens. So I fished the tour as a co-angler and fished the Opens as a pro and did a whole vlog series with AFCO, and that was kind of how I how I learned to use a camera. Like, literally, I had no idea how to use it. I just crazy. would point and shoot. Imagine when he knows what he's doing. Dude, yeah, scary. I'm getting there. I'm kind of getting close. <laughs> I don't know how did, it gets did, better. Did FLW want you to film? Yes. As well, like, did you turn that down? What they wanted me to do was they wanted me just to film tip videos. But then what I did was I took it a step further, and they do marshals. So everybody just gets to go ride with the top 30 guys on cut days. And I was like, why, why, would, I, why would I just film tip videos? Like, I could learn fishing, ride with one of the guys that made the cut, and film for FLW doing that. So then I started doing that, and those got traction and just always getting creative with it. Yeah. I think that's the key thing that you 100%. said is hundred uh, <laughs> percent. I'm serious. You you got to do shit for free in the beginning. Like yes. It, there's there's you got to build an audience. Like I've done this. I'm 154 fucking episodes. Yeah. I have a Patreon. That's how my sponsor works right now. Sometimes I have them. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. I'm, this is free. I'm fucking driving up here to oh, do yeah. you guys because that's what you got to do. I don't like Zoom. We wouldn't have had this call. With Zoom. I wouldn't have done and it. We, and, we, and, we don't, <laughs> yeah. and over the phone, it just does not work as good. Like, I'd have been in my fucking underwear for sure. <laughs> no, there's yeah. some dudes that you can, you know, like that's right. very professional, but you're not going to get this same fuck around that. Oh, yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Not at all. So it's kind of like, I think a key point that you hit is like, sometimes you just got to do shit for free. Get a and portfolio you know, you going. Know, get, exactly. Yeah. It's like slanging weed when you first start slanging weed. You, know, you, you throw out a couple extra nugs, keep them coming back, and then you start hitting them with the real price. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great story though, because no, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people follow you too, and, and you know, you're kind of saying this is what I did, and it's the new trend. Yeah. Everyone's making a fucking video now, and not some are great, some suck. Oh, yeah, but you have to separate good. yourself, and that's what that's yeah. what Johnny I does. Feel like you, you know have, what I mean? You that. could watch his video and ten other videos, and the one you remember is Johnny's video. 
Why? Because he again, it comes down to passion. He would love to do this. Yeah, so when you love like to do fishing. something, you do it yeah. better. You and want it's crazy to do it. because your videos look like the dude's videos that actually have done it for 10, mm-hmm. 15 years. It's oh, crazy. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, I live at that computer. Like, that was the thing. I Are you doing everything through Premiere? Did you learn how to I, I, I use Final Cut. Oh, sorry. Which is kind of like the, yeah, it's, yeah, don't talk about Premiere here, dude. Oh. Yeah, we're, this is You're anti-Premiere. Yeah, I'm a Final Cut guy. I'm also. a Premiere guy. So yeah. He had Premiere. He deleted it. <laughs> Again, I have no idea what the fuck either one of you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we know who his video guy is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <but Ant> is <laughs> I can barely catch a fucking fish, let alone edit a video. <laughs> you got to give it the time. Uh, pull over no, here. He's starting his fucking YouTube channel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My gosh, dude. I'm too you busy know? sleeping, man. <laughs> <laughs> to know what goes into to making a good edit, and, and I think that's why I've held off from YouTube so long is because I don't want to just do a half-ass edit. And I've, I've done plenty of those already and put them up on YouTube, you know, and, <laughs> but and you're learning. I, I'm learning, yeah. you know, and, but then again, you know, everybody's doing that. And so the route I'm going to go now is I'm, I'm going to hit them with something they haven't seen. And when they see it, they're not going to be ready for it. Yep. And, and that's where we're going now. Can and you, you can't, can you, you can't sneak peek. You can't fake can you a good story. It's going to be badass. Be yeah. It's just, gonna, we'll show you some after this. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you a little sneak peek before Could you, you give us. How about, uh, any kind of, you don't want, I know you don't want anyone to All right, grab well, your idea, but can you kind of say what you have planned a little bit? Yeah. Uh, 4K, 120 frames a second, big swim baits, nothing under five pounds. Damn. There you go. Boom. That's, that's it. <laughs> Shout From, out, Afco. Hold on. <laughs> that was a mic drop, guys. Just saying. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's our goal. You know, we're, we're going to, uh, you know, nobody had ever seen anything like the posse when we did the posse. And so, the so only, you have that in mind as well. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, just yeah. creating art. That's what we we're, want. We're just yeah. we're just creating something that nobody's seen yet, and and we want to make it better than Giving anybody's. Giving people what done. they need, not what they want. What they fucking need. <laughs> <laughs> what they fucking need exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's not they want. It's what they need. Yeah. You're gonna eat it. And you're gonna like it. <laughs> That's it. That's do you, it. Who do you uh, guys think, as the video part, is doing a good job right now? Doing a good job. It, there's a lot of facets to it, right? Like. There's guys like Brian Latimer who does a great job of informing, you know. But every- the video quality is not there. Video quality, Brandon. Brandon Polnick. Yeah, yeah because yeah. the best. Brandon blows mm-hmm. everybody out of the water. Yes. Yeah. Brandon has a very similar vision, and he's, but, you know, he's accomplished so much more, and he's at that place where he can really does make. He do all that on, does he do all of his own? No. Well, he, do, he's, he definitely has a creative input, sure. and, but Kyle is very talented. Yeah. Kyle Vandiver is insanely Dude, good. He has a full-time pretty much film guy just yep. that's yeah. crazy which is what me and the zaldanes are gonna do next year so and it's so this much year work. It's, it's a so lot much. of work i don't think like and I, <laughs> it goes back to it nobody knows what goes into this until you sit down and watch johnny do, do what he does because your whole life is reliant on final cut and final cut final cut final cut not and premiere final cut not premiere yeah, final premiere, cut premiere and, no. and, and and people don't know the hours that <laughs> go, go into premiere editing. the fucking trash yeah right seriously if you've got premiere just chuck it it's no good. um <laughs> But yeah, people don't know the hours and hours that go behind. It, to make a 15-minute edit probably took me 48 hours behind my computer. No joke to make one 15-minute edit that I thought was pretty cool. And, and then, then what happened when Johnny saw it? And then when Johnny saw <laughs> no, it, I liked it, Johnny said, bro, that's cool. But you <laughs> could see the look in his eye where it was like, dude, this sucks, bro. So, and I still put it out because, I mean, 
it was my first edit. You know, I was like, I put so much time. I can't just trash this. Hey, thing. If you and look at my first edits, this, they're, they're worse than everybody's <laughs> so first. Are bad. Too. Yeah. I mean, I edited the whole big bait posse. I produced and edited that. Oh, so whole you thing. know how to edit, but you were doing it analog at the time. It wasn't, it was analog. It was the first year that HD had were even been introduced. And we're, <laughs> we were actually, final no, no. In the beginning we used premiere and then we got the very first Mac pro to ever come mm. out. And then we had to go to final game changer. <laughs> um, um, but that's what we did for that one but uh the editing for a motorcycle clip uh back then was it consisted of of a cut a cut and a splice together with the next and a cut and a cut and maybe a fade in between there's some lbz videos with gutter mouth behind yes you know some moto triple x you know and that's what it was it was the moto triple x crew is is who who helped me do the big bait posse you know did they really i got all the music rights from those guys and whatnot you know but to do what johnny does now is 100 times harder than what we did with the posse. Because of the shots, the film. I walk, well, the... well, I walked in earlier and he was on the computer and I'm literally sitting behind him and, and he's got this screen pulled up with fucking numbers, buttons, levers. And I'm looking just, at him like, you're getting ready to fly a fucking airplane? Like, yeah. it, like it's, what, it's what it looked like to me. I said, I don't know how in the fuck you can look at that and like, like, oh, put your helmet on. Like, that's what it felt like to me. I looked at it and I, I, I felt like I was missing my fucking helmet. I'm not kidding you. Dude. It's, hey, it's, hey, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, <laughs> We know how you fish now, too. Yeah, you yeah, beat the yeah. fuck out of them, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> beat them. <laughs> um, let's go back to your uh, previous career, Aaron. Oh, God. 14 seconds of it. <laughs> Did you fight? You fought for a while. Though, no, right? no. I fought one time. I You've fought seen one time. Video. You You've seen fought. the video. No, Everybody's seen so, the video. So here's the story of MMA. So first of all, no, did you train for a while? I, no, I trained for three months, and I didn't, didn't even want to fucking do that. If I, oh, I just, I, I just, I, I just wanted I to go. You with, like fucking fought MMA for a long time. Well, I, well, I, I fought a lot, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, illegally, just not legally. You know? um, <laughs> I have so I, MMA is like a, is, is my is fucking second love, I and mean, I've been watching mixed martial arts since I was fuck eight years old. I had my dad; he's taking rent, you know. Shamrock fighting chemo back pride, in the day. The no, yeah, pride was cool, but then now you get soccer kicking people in the fucking head and stomping on them. It's, just, it's not to, to people who don't understand <laughs> the to people don't understand yeah. the sport. It's entertaining, but for someone who adores it, it's 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 gross. It's, you yeah. shouldn't be able to fucking stomp on someone's head. What about right. pancreas? Did you like? <laughs> What's that? Pancreas oh, yeah. well, there's. The, well, they did the open fist like Boss Rudin. Well, Boss Rudin yeah, used to yeah. fuck people up with the open fist. Yeah, he, God, he was nasty. But uh, I've always had a love for it. And uh, I had a buddy that fought full time, and he was uh, I was his corner man. And for, God, three or four fights, I'd corner him, and I'd watch the whole fight card. And I'd get done, I'd look at him and say, dude, I feel like I could beat these guys up, dude. <laughs> so they don't look tough to me. I feel like I could fuck them up. And he's like, well, do one. I'm like, fuck, all right. You know, so I, I walked about, at the time, 188, and I cut down to, I, which I thought we had, was supposed to be a catch weight at 175, and I got down to 175 morning of the fight. Sanction calls me because yeah, I'd make sure you can be at 170. I go 170, and I'm a little <laughs> motherfuckers. It is. I'm like I'm gonna go lose five pounds in two hours. You're yeah. out your fucking mind. So yeah. I went to the gym, fucking on the sauna, did push ups, and lost four pounds. Weighed in at 171, and um, you know I quit smoking, uh, quit drinking. We got in the best shape of my life. Went out there, and in fact, the guy I was supposed to fight uh, backed out two weeks before. So you and got a different dude. I got a different dude. Oh, the guy I was supposed to fight was a debuter. He's never fought before. And um, the guy goes, yeah, the guy backed out, but we got this guy. He's 4-0. He's the head boxing coach over at LA Galaxy. Are you, are you down to fight him? I said, I said, fuck, man. I, my two things were I didn't, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to get kicked in the face, and I didn't want to fight a black person. That was just fucking just that, – that, those are my two things. You know? They're just way more athletic than we are. Cut the shit. You know what I mean? So, uh, so that's, that's, a, that's a joke. That's obviously a joke. I'm like 85% serious on that. But uh, so the guy's 4-0, and I go, well, fuck, I've sold 300 tickets to all my – I had homies flying in from all over the country, and I said, fuck it, I'll fight them, you know. So – 
uh, yeah, I'll never forget it. Showed up the rink, weighed in, weighed in 171 next day. Um, showed up the fight, um, had a cup on. I remember walking to the cage. I walked out to Phil Collins in the air tonight. Do, 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 that's the best. I can feel it. And I was jacked up, nervous as fuck. I uh, went to the center of the ring, touched gloves. I remember touching his glove, and I remember it felt like he just grew, like Mario ate a fucking mushroom. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, and I remember staring at him, and I remember, I remember thinking, my cardio was fucking shot. Like, I've been in fuck hundred street fights, and I too got much, about, just too much. In I got about two minutes in me. If I don't fucking knock you out in two minutes, someone's going. You know, I might, I just run out of gas. And I remember touching gloves, and I see him back up, and I said, "Fuck, someone's going to sleep." Like I'm just, I'm, go, I'm fucking ball. I'm, 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 someone's going night night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And 14 seconds in, he throws an inside left leg kick. I. Dropped both of my hands, which literally walking out before the fight, my corner man goes, whatever you do, the guy, you know, he's, he's known to kick, leg kicks, just check it, which means pick your leg yeah. up and use your shin as opposed to eating it in your thigh. The kicks are like, when, when you hear those real loud slaps, those are the ones, those are the ones, oh. the, those ones actually don't, those are the ones just sound the one, the ones you don't hear thud, those are the ones that you fucking, that hurt. Right, right. So he throws in the inside leg kick and I go down and I block it with not only one of my hands, but both of my fucking hands <laughs> and then come up and we both knock each other out the exact same time, 14 seconds in so the round. It was, it, what, what was it so my record zero zero and one, so it's a no contest. No way. Have so you ever, it's a video. Yeah, the video is that went viral. Got you a million. Ever seen it where they both knocked each other. Yeah. My buddy calls me two days later. Go, you were just on fucking Jay Leno. I'm just like, what? We got on Tosh Are 0. You got serious? on Tosh Porno, Sports Center, Sports yep. Nation, and went viral. Did they, they didn't message you or nothing. Tosh no, Porno. no. I got paid from YouTube from the views. And then with the fucked up part about it was that we were supposed to get uh, it was two thousand dollars for knockout of the night. And we had to fucking split it, dude. Oh, How oh, stupid is that? that I only got a thousand dollars. That's crazy. But fucking Jay Leno. Yeah. Dude, it was because at the time it was the second time in the history of the sport that two people have simultaneously knocked with hands. Now, yes. it, there's been times where guys, you know, go, like take, take, like when uh, Matt Hughes uh, took down a Carlos Newton back yeah. in the old, had him up on the cage and went to go drop him. And Matt, you know, impact from the guy slamming yeah. his head and Matt yeah. hit his own head. That, that's happened a few times, but as far as punches at the same time, it's the second time it ever happened. And now it's, I think it's happened, I think, two or three times since then. It's back 2013, but. Um, yeah, MMA is fucking, speaking of MMA, big fight tomorrow night, Poirier right. and McGregor, man. I'm pulling for Poirier. I hope he fucking cleans his clock. And then I'm, you not gotta, a, I'm not a McGregor either. fan. I'm a, I'm a fan of McGregor's athletic ability, but, yes. I, but his, off the, his off, the, off the octagon attitude is, I'm all about I'm sports I'm a Khabib shit. guy. Fucking love Khabib. He mauled that motherfucker too. And he's acting like, if you didn't know who Conor McGregor was and his, the way he talks, you would think he never fucking yeah, lost. So you got choked, you got choked unconscious. Yeah. And then you get, then, and then you're, and then he jumped fucking Cajun, beat up one of your fucking cornermen after <laughs> fighting you for 20 awesome minutes, that, dude. dude. Fuck Dylan Danis too. Yeah. I would never Whoa. say it to his face, but fuck him. Man. I hate that guy <laughs> so <laughs> much. Hey, hey, Dylan, I, uh, we're just kidding. Yeah, just, just, just kidding, Dylan. I love you, man. <laughs> but uh, no, MMA has been, is it's, it's, does anyone ever notice you from, like, say, fishing the series? Does everyone go, fuck, bro, you you were in that video a lot. No, no, not, no. <laughs> when it first happened, kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've actually told people about it. And like, you're that. Like, they've seen it, but they, yeah. they didn't know. I had a lot less tattoos back then. Yeah. I don't think they knew. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, MMA, I, dude, it's, I fucking, I live for it, dude. I, I love, I mean, I love fishing, but MMA, it's just, it's just, I don't think people give, I don't think people grabs what it takes to be a professional fighter. Like, it's, like, I, I get emotional, like, fishing, I get emotional. Yeah. MMA, I get emotional, because I, like, I know, like, like, what goes in to do that, and I think people think, oh, it's, he's the fighter. It's like, dude, you fucking leave your family for months at a time, you train, you diet, you're cutting 30 fucking pounds. It's like, like fishing it, almost, bro. Dude, it's, 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 it's <laughs> right? a, you're all, you're fucking all in, dude. You're all in. You you're know? all in. And then the, the funny thing about that fight too is I remember I had a really big tournament the week before that fight and I fucking just bombed it. And I'll tell you why is I remember fishing and all I could fucking think about was like, man, I got fucking one week. I got to strap on four ounce mitts 
and go get and go. Oh, my fucking, it's still connected to my phone. The <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck is it making all these noises? <laughs> Sorry. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry, cut you must off. be you must be using Premiere. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, I had, a, I had a big tournament beforehand, and I, I couldn't concentrate. All I could think about is I got to go get locked in a cage and fight this guy. And I've been like I said, hundreds of bar fights. And the difference between a bar fight is that. Boom, they happen. Like, you don't prepare for them. Like, you know, someone talks shit, bah, 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 it just goes, it just fucking happens. And then cage fight, like, okay, you have a month to, to think about and prepare to go in the cage and strap on mitts and fight someone. You can't run anywhere, you can't go anywhere. So it's just like, and then I'm fighting someone who's fought four times and, you know, he was a head boxing coach, That's the you know. That's shitty part. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and I, yeah. I mean, I, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fucking slouch, but I'm not a professional boxing coach, yeah. you know what I mean? And my I, my stamina is like a fucking of an eight-year-old, you know, I'm, <laughs> At best, you know, it and I got done with that fight. I walked out and first, I lit a fucking joint up. First thing I did was oh, I smoked one. I said, "Man, I have to." There's a lot. And then they actually called me and wanted me to do it again because we put, I put Yuba City on the map. I mean, that shit went fucking everywhere. And they're like, "Like, hey, man, you know." And then the, the fucked up thing was in the gym. They had all these cool pictures that night, and they didn't have one picture of me and this dude in the goddamn for years. Oh, and I, no I, I got mad at him. I, oh, I, threw a, I threw a pen at the dude at the at the, at the gym that day. But uh, they wanted me to. They offered me like they, they offered me like fuck three or four thousand dollars to fight again. And I was like, dude, I'm a fucking I'm a fisherman of heart. No I, I, way. I, I, like, uh-uh. I said no. How about that rematch? I'm like, how about you fuck off? You know? How about you go fight, bro? Yeah, you, know, like, you go. And we're, honestly, too, like. If I if my cardio was better and and I could just go in the cage and fight, I would more, more like more likely do that. But the fact preparing for a fight, training, yeah. in fact, I only trained fuck once or twice a week. And one of the dudes like, dude, if you don't come and train with the team more often, you know, you're not gonna fight. I'm like, fuck you, dad. Like, who are you, who are you to tell me when I get to come fucking train, dude? Like, I'm and I actually had to, I, I paid for I paid to fight too. I had to buy my I had to get a license. I had to buy my my mitts. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like three hundred yeah. fucking bones to go right. get knocked out in fourteen seconds. You know what I mean? It made 700 back, right? Yeah, it's fucking silly. But, uh, and I love him. I live for it. And yeah, the videos, if you guys want to peep it, it's on uh, YouTube. Four, yeah. Four, 14 second double knockout. 5150 <laughs> has got the best version. I think it's 204, uh, two, two minutes, four seconds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so never again. Cheers. Yeah, yeah right? cheers. Drink a Pacifico. Pacifico. Cheers. <laughs> um, let's talk about your A rigs, bro. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I, I, do, I do make those, don't I? I'm a, I'm a big, a, I make A rigs as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, uh, I started making them. Probably a year ago. Okay. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I braise them. Do you braise them or crimp them? I crimp them. Crimp them. Yep. Do you think that makes a big difference? Do you think it's fine? I only braise them though because I uh, sand bass, dude. Yeah, it, it, know, it depends on what you're fishing for. I was going for obviously we've got giants here at Clear Lake. Yeah. You know, um, and I was going for longevity because everybody else's a rig would break after three, four, or five fish. You know, bouncing them in the boat. And yeah. I've had three months out of one of my a rigs catching oh, thirty a day. Yeah, so that was my goal with going with it, and I was sick of the wires pulling out, you know, uh, or, you know, some flimsy wire that goes back and forth four times and then breaks. Yes. And so that was where I was going with mine. I wanted something that lasted longer, had thicker wires, I could throw bigger baits, and that it had more baits than anything out there on the market, because I noticed here, the more baits I put on it, the more fish I caught. So I just kept adding baits, adding baits, adding baits, until it got feasibly not castable anymore. And I was like, all right, let's go back now a little bit. You know, <laughs> How many beats do you put do you have from dummies and then the three? There's 13 total on one. Fuck. Yeah. So if you if you start putting four point eights and five point eights all over, you know, the thing becomes a, a literal mess. It's hard to cast. It becomes not fun to fish at that point. So I usually stick the little two point eights on the inside teasers. Little th- or something. Yeah, a little two point eights or three point yeah. eight, you know, Gancraft or Kai Tech. You yeah. know, honestly anything. If it kicks, it works. That's what I tell people. Yeah. And then uh, and then I'll put some four eights on the bottom, kind of have one of every size in that school because 
don't know if you see a shad school around, you know, it's usually the little guys are on top flicking around and all the big ones are underneath, you know, so I set up my ball the same way and and I started jacking. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I mean jacking them, dude. It was dumb. When did you start making you can, that, Avery? God, I was probably making that thing six years. I didn't sell it to anybody for a good three. He years. caught a nine in. The, he caught a nine in the on the same. We Paul and I fished a derby to be team partners a couple years ago. We were fishing a derby and we had one spot where we wanted to get on so fucking bad, and these guys just were just just fucking in the way. So we go. So we go. We're fishing the narrows and fuck. We see that boat go flying away, and Paul's like, "Dude, it's open." So we fucking we smash over there. First or second cast, Paul fires out there, sinks one out in about twenty eight feet, starts whining it. And he just goes, <laughs> he goes, dude, biggin. And when Paul says biggin, I'm telling you nine out of ten times it's yeah, biggin. It's yeah. rod doubled. So what I do, I go to I go to drop my fucking rod and I throw it in the water. That's how excited I was. I reach over the fucking boat, end up getting my rod, almost fall in, get the net out. Paul's got a fucking ten and a seven on the same fucking no cast. Way. Same cast. That yeah. was during a tournament. It was in a tournament. During a derby. In a tournament. Oh it was, it was, it was, like nine, it was like, like a, more like a nine, nine and a six. And a six. Whatever yeah. the fuck it was. It was 17 pounds of fish <laughs> in one cast. So it's not a ten, dude. Uh, it was. Dude, it was it was ridiculous but yeah no and that's right when i started after that i realized dude this thing's pretty cool mm-hmm. you know um but yeah no i want to finish aaron's story because this guy literally i set the hook on that nine and that six and i said aaron i can't turn the handle and i t- turn it once and I, aaron i can't turn the handle this thing's giant dude i don't know what the heck i have meanwhile aaron is in the lake at this point you jumped in i know I, I i was hanging i was 50 percent in yeah he's 50 percent in the lake <laughs> i'm on i'm on paul grab me he's like i can't yeah he's like, he's, he's like grab me grab me grab me grab me and meanwhile i got a nine and a six on a rod and we're in a tournament with 10 minutes to go okay yeah literally yeah literally and so somehow the fish comes up and i look and i see it's two and they're on the top and i go aaron it's two and i turn and i'm and i'm just winding 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 and all of a sudden i turn to the left and aaron's right there with the net soaking wet and they go right into the net and, and i just go what just happened like, what you fell in the lake i caught two fish at once we gotta go dude we gotta go and it Throw turned into two, full chaos yeah. <laughs> threw back two three pounders and I don't I think I don't think we won it but we finished I think yeah, we, we were talked, we third that was on this on Clear Lake yeah chaos do you will you throw uh, big baits during tournaments. Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah. Paul will, Paul will have not a single fish in the fucking live well at one o'clock yeah. and I promise you that fucking big bait is in his hand dude <laughs> I've experienced I'm like Paul through picks he's like Brit. I'm gonna get bit, <laughs> and get he bite. gets he gets he gets bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fish a lot of tournaments with with big baits. Uh, this last FLW that just came here in the fall, uh, I was getting bites in practice on a uh, on a six point eight and a seven point eight on a ten knot beast, and I made my mind up. I had one little rattle trap school. I was gonna go catch my ten to thirteen pounds in the morning just to get comfortable and calm, and I was gonna go throw that swimmer. And I threw that swimmer for two days straight, and I probably caught sixteen fish on it in two days, and I weighed in fifteen and a half pounds a day. 
because some days you just don't throw it in front of a big one. There's a there's a time in Europe here where you where it doesn't matter what you throw, you catch the same same size fish. Usually there's, there's, really? there's usually there, there's there's a technique or a place you can go to target a big one. There's certain times of year where you just don't they, if they bite they bite. You can't that's target it. them necessarily. And which they is, all which eat is frustrating. Yeah. And they all eat small baits. It doesn't you yeah, catch the same fish on net rig. It's just tough. Yeah. So I I love throwing a swim bait, so I'm obviously going to look there first. Um, but I known I know from being and living here for so long that that if that's what you want to do every tournament, you're going to donate. You know, someone's going home with your paycheck most of the time. Yeah. So uh, so uh, I use my brain. You know, when I'm fishing tournaments, you know, I, I don't just commit to a swim bait. You know, a lot of guys will say, "Oh, I, you know, I went big, I went big, I went big." I don't care the fuck who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't go big and try to win that tournament too? You say, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. you, know, you know, I went for it. I tried to win. I tried to win. I tried to win. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, guess what? <laughs> so did I. And I had a little freaking worm on. So, you know, we, yeah. we're all trying to accomplish the same thing. And I, and so, yeah, I will, but, I, you know, I'm not stupid. I'm not going to go donate. You know, that yeah. I do got to make a living right now. So, so I, 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 try, I tend to use my brain, but I am not scared to commit. And, uh, and he doesn't get frazzled either. A lot of guys, that, I mean, I've been, I've fished with Paul for several years as a team part. He does. You know, I'm the one on the boat, like, fuck, like, what am I, I'm just freaking the fuck out. Paul's like, Britt, goose, you okay? And he, he just, he, he fishes calmly, which at the end of the day, I tell people mental fishing is, is 20% skill and fucking a hundred million percent mental. Yep, yeah. that's it, you know right? I mean? That's all yep. it is. Especially throwing exactly. big baits and grinding it out, you know? Like yeah, you, you, you exactly. Yeah, there's times where I'm like, fuck this, I'm done. You yeah. know, yeah. Right. which is like five casts for me. Yeah. Like, see, see, I, I know the lake so well, and this will happen to everybody after you know an area or, or you know, a lake or multiple lakes mm-hmm. very well. It was like that on Casitas. It's like that on Berryessa too. I know that somewhere on that lake being, we got a lot bigger lakes than down in Southern California. Yeah. So somewhere on the lake, it's happening. You have to time it right, and you've got to get a lot lucky. People don't realize bass fishing is. I've heard people say these numbers. In my mind, it's fifty percent good and fifty percent pure luck. Really? Yeah, because fifty yep. percent of the time I can call my shot. The other fifty percent of the time, it was pure luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and 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 that's the way fishing is. You know, you can only get so good. Uh, you'll never perfect it. Fish are going to get smart yeah, as we get smarter and we throw different baits at them. They adapt, you know, and they get smarter and, and look, start looking at different baits. And, and what, in, my, what, in my in my opinion, what makes a fisherman a good fisherman is understanding bass. Like you, and you're skipping a fucking worm or that. You're, yeah, you're, you're good. But under, understanding what fish do when they do it, why they do it. Once you start right. getting inside, it's like a woman. Right, we'll never, we'll never fully fucking understand them. Oh, we just, be great we guys. just won't. We'll never fully. But the more you understand about them and why they act the way they do, then you'll have a better understanding. And once it's like the same thing with fish, you know, you never understand it, but you gotta. You get, it's hard to get inside of a woman's brain. It's harder than fucked inside of a bass's brain too. You know, what I mean? it, it is. Why is this fish in forty-two degree water sitting in four feet on a tie spot? You know what I mean? Well, it's probably on probably on a period. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's kind of how it fucking works, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can blame it on it every single time. <laughs> I, tr- I knew that shit was coming up. We got my wife in the background. Uh, um, she threw a tampon at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, when you talk about, like, the fish getting smarter, stuff changing, what um, have you seen different, like, as you've been up here with the swim baits? Have you had to downsize? Have you had to change different baits? Really oh. look for something different? Yeah, these fish have, have done a complete 180, 365, 47, 20, whatever you want to call it from when I first moved here. I talk about the dumb and the old Clear Lake a lot, and they were really dumb, and Aaron can vouch for this because he was here when it was dumb. Um, it was dumb. And I'm, when I say dumb, I mean any creek mouth you pulled up to in the month of March, you can bang 30 pounds. If you knew the angle of the cast and you knew how they set up in five casts and it was literally in five casts. Now the last five years, 
you can run all 10 creek mouths and maybe not even land on a school that day. Do you so, think that's pressure or are the fish games? No, we had a big die off. Uh, okay. About five years ago, we had a big die off and it happened for three years in a row. And uh, zero grass. And I mean zero yeah, they, grass. Yeah, they, they killed everything and anything they could see growing in this lake and they sprayed and sprayed and sprayed. And then it all of a sudden, the water was 87 degrees one day and they were still spraying. And all of a sudden, we went up north and a whole bay from a Thule point to a Thule point could walk from the edge them. of the Thule's to 50 feet out were dead five to 10 pounders. We and were watching fish die as we were fishing, literally was, floating up, yes. dying. Yeah, we're watching. Aaron found this school, okay? And he goes, dude, I found the mega school, bro. And this is in the middle of while they're all dying. I mean, you can literally, you'll, be, you'll catch a six pounder and a seven will float up dead right next to it while you're fighting it and oh just take God. its last breath. Yep. And we had hundreds and hundreds and, and thousands of these five to 10 pounders just floating everywhere. And our pipe, population of giant fish got completely wiped out. There's still a lot in here. It's not like it got completely wiped out. I, I like to say 25% of them lived. So we've got I'd enough agree, genes. We got enough genes in this lake to still be weighing 30 pound bags, yeah. 35 pound bags, you know. But it's not the top 10 in a 50 boat tournament. Everybody has 30 pounds because that's what it was. If you didn't hit 30. Now, what are you looking at? 20? We're looking at if you've got 22, you're guaranteed getting paid. Okay. Um, certain tournaments, it takes 22 to win. Um, but usually somebody's banging 28 to 29 on a consistent basis on this lake. Which and are still insane statistics. Yeah. Right. Oh, insane. And, anyone, anyone, and I've been all over the country yeah. listening when I tell you this. I've been to Gunnersville. I've been to to, um, to Okeechobee. I've been to uh, um, uh, Chickamauga, right? And they're great lakes, right? This motherfucker here, I'm telling you. And people, yep. that, people that say those lakes are better... They've they never been. They've never been here. Yeah, they've never, they've never been, been, been here. Lake. What people? This lake, bar none, and for being as small as it is, like this lake to people is big. But you go out east, fuck you. There's three days. Teen, you don't, yeah. Yeah. You don't get teen. to fish an arm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's for California. This is a you know? very big but this lake, lake right? without a. It's not even. It's. I've been. I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere. I've been places in February, March, April. I've been there in October, November. This place fucking is un. Yep. When it's when it's going, there's not a. You catch forty in a row on the same. Cast. I mean, the same cast. <laughs> I mean, we nowhere it, in the world ridiculous. can you do that that yeah. I've been. Yeah, me and Johnny this morning, we went out to film some uh, some swim bait stuff, and uh, I pulled up to a spot, and you know, we fished the edge, fished the edge where I had got a couple bites the day before, and I hook one, lose it. You know, hook another one, lose it, and I look at Johnny, and I was like, well, there should be more down there. That's two in a row, you know, and there wasn't anything there. And I turned around, and I fired it off the other side of it, and I, we went seven in a row, I think, Shit. on the swim bait. And that's how it is here. And when you find them schooled up, they're there because they're feeding. These yep. fish, when they're not feeding, they swim out into the middle of the lake, mm -hmm. and you can't catch them. And that's where they go. They just it, The lake's not deep, 40 foot out in the middle of the lake. You can go 10 miles across the middle of the lake, 25 foot deep. And, uh, and these fish just swim around the mud when they don't want to chase mm -hmm. and get on that bank, and that's what they do. And... And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, how many fish Paul's caught literally where he just fucking just fires one out in the middle. I mean, literally the middle, the middle of the and lake, seven pounder. I mean, it's unbelievable. I and this lake is all, all about angles. I've, ne I've never been to a lake where I think angles plays a big, bigger part than here. Really? I mean, not, yeah. not even close. And, uh, and I learned that from Paul. Paul's again, yeah. Paul is, it, it, I've, I've, exper <laughs> I've experienced it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, it's quite unbelievable to, and I still learn from them. I mean, I, you know, and that's something too is when you go fishing, you want you, learning. If you ain't learning, you ain't fucking fishing, man. Yeah, you have yeah. to learn. Yeah, and you got to, you can't act like you know everything, but no one does. You know, you got to be open minded. And he, and he, he certainly is 
has almost perfected the, you know the, this one big game. It's 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 a pretty insane thing yeah. to watch. And when you go fishing with Paul, he's constantly teaching you like exactly. you're on a guide trip. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. in my blood. Dude. Are you in guide mode a lot of the time? Just one hundred percent. It's not even guide. It's Paul mode. That's just who yeah, he is. It's, it's not like he's. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just what he does. He'll you know sit I mean? down on your boat. You'll be both fishing spot. I'll just sit down and be like, all right, just pound a Mountain Dew. Make sure you you cast to the right of that rock pile over there, and you're like, oh, okay. Or he'll be like, he'll be like, hey, don't cast there. There's a tree. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure there is. Fuck, I'm hung up. I told you there was a tree there. Uh-huh. <laughs> like this morning, you know, I caught, I think I caught six or seven in a row and I, and I, I set the thing down. I was like, I'm getting my camera out, Johnny, get your bait in there quick, you yeah. know? And, uh, and he throws it in there and I noticed he missed like 15 feet to the left of where I was actually landing my bait, Heard. sinking it down. There's a group of little rocks down there. And he didn't say anything. He just watched for 30 minutes. No, dude. The spot. I, I, I let him make three casts to uh, say, oh, well, you know, maybe I just, cause I didn't throw it there, you know? And, but, but that's how specific I personally uh-huh. get with, dude, you missed by 15 feet. Like not going to get a bite right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's just me. And, and I tell him too, I said, Hey dude, see the last bubbles on the right. I was like, that's where I was landing mine. And, and that's just me, you know, like not just going to let somebody, yeah, that's just how yeah. I am. You know? Oh yeah. I actually have a really funny story about that. So I was fishing FLW series one time at Orville and it was a co-angler and obviously you're fishing for your own fish. So you know, I, I would, I don't ever backseat anyone. Never would, never have, won't do it. We were fishing the inlet up the middle Creek. I think it's called bean Creek comes in at Orville and we're fishing a float and fly. And uh, we're both, I got the boat sideways. We're both thrown and I'm letting him throw into the fucking fall, blah, blah. And his bobber, his bobber was, his fly, the, the eye of the hook was stuck to his bobber. So when he would throw the bobber in there, it just stayed afloat. And he's like, man, he's like, I don't think you mind sinking him. And, and he didn't, he didn't realize it. And I'm just fucking just jacking him. <laughs> Mine's sinking like nine feet. And my bobber tip over and I'd catch one. And I let him do it for 30 minutes. I never told him because I'm like, fuck, I don't want him to catch it. If you're that dumb to not realize that you're, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, that's yeah. on you, homeboy. That's, that's on it. you. And you're fishing for a smile. You're, now, if it's a team tournament, bro, you're fucking idiot. Take yeah. your shit out. But it's like, yeah. dude, those are, those are my fish. So I'm I'm yep. giving you a chance. I, I got the boat sideways, like just figure it out. And, I, and he never, obviously, never caught one. And I caught like fuck, oh, I think like thirteen fine. pounds. And, like, you know, <laughs> but you got, that's your your fishing. You know, it was a money. it was yeah. a fish for money. Yeah. And again, and I I I've never backseat someone. I've been like I've been so fortunate. Even like a guy, like, I just never really had an idiot on board. I mean, you know, not that I can really remember. I've yeah. I've been real fortunate. When people come up here to guide with you guys, or that they're getting. A guide trip with you. Usually, they know what they're doing, right? For the I most know. part, I, th- I think Paul gets a Paul gets a Paul much more busy than I am up here. He's obviously well known name, but I think Paul gets a more bigger variety. I think people, yeah. I get a lot of people who you know want to fit. You know, I'm a, I'm a pro angler. They want to come up and, and they want they want to learn. They want to see the places I fish, and I think that they want to learn about this lake. And a lot of the times, it's like you know you you want to take them to places where you catch fish. But at so the same you're time, getting, you're getting good guys that are rookies sometimes. Well, or well that too, or, or guys that, that fucking fish up all the time, but just want to where are you fishing? Like you know, and, yeah. and, and it's I like take, I take a lot of tournament guys out. Yeah, you know? a lot I of bet. them. A I lot bet. of them. I do. Like like they'll, like they'll hire Paul Life before for their practice. You know, right oh, before the tournament. Yeah, right. Right before the fuck. Right, and it's hard to take them to your. I take them right to the juice. Yeah. I say, here you go. This is what you do. You tie this on, you tie this on. And this you're is not, a- you're not fishing this. Sometimes you're not fishing. the tournament. No, no. I fish the FLW tournaments when they come in the open tournament. Okay. There's a, there's a team tournament here every weekend, whether it's a club tournament or regular team tournament, there's mm-hmm. a team tournament here every weekend. So I take a lot of those guys out. The pro guys, not so much. They won't call me. They usually won't get a text back if they do. Um, <laughs> it, it's just, come on, come on, bro. No, yeah. you're you're like, bro, bro. Like, like, what am I going to, am I going to text Ish? Be like, Hey dude, take me out on the FLW or, or take me out on the Delta tomorrow. You yeah. know, I need to go fishing. You know, yeah. I got the FLW next month. It's yeah, like, it's just no good. what's worse? The fact they're doing it or they don't realize what they're doing. That's, 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 do, that's yeah. what gets me. I, yeah. I have got a lot of calls, but no, I take a lot of tournament guys out. I take them right to the juice because to be honest with you, I've never had anybody conflict with what I'm doing. I'll take clients out five days a week. 
And the first guy I take out on Monday is staying the whole week. And I tell him, hey, listen, I'll be out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you don't see me on a spot we fished, have at it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you sure? You sure? I won't go anywhere. I'm like, you're here for a week. This is what you came for. If I'm not there, take it. You know, and never once have I ever pulled up to a spot and said, hey, man, can I get my spot back? They yeah. just It's just never where I've never had the conflict to even have to worry about it. So I take people straight to the juice and say, tie it on and fire it out there. Will you no. get guys that just want to come straight for big bait with you? Oh, 50% of the guys. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I just teach them how I think about swim bait fishing. I can't guarantee we're going to catch anything. I'll try to get you here when your best chances are going to happen. Uh, I don't Most ma- guys understand that, too, which is cool. You Absolutely. Know. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everybody knows this. They're like, what game. the fuck? We didn't catch one. It's like, you know what you're yeah. getting yourself into. You're a fisherman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You're throwing big beads. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Most you catch of, one, cool. If not, yeah. I learned a, fucking, a bunch. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to learn more from me in a day than you would fishing on your own for two years. Agreed. Watching YouTube. Just watching YouTube because oh, you can't yeah. exp- you can't experience what's Which going I think on with that's your a bait. different thing where editing I feel like you could watch YouTube look watch them do that with fishing it's like you could tell me how to throw that bait I can't feel fish it, in though. someone else's water is the it. hardest you know, thing you on the planet can't feel it the way you, you're gonna feel that's it. it you know the hardest thing I like to tell people the hardest thing to do is to catch somebody else's fish <sighs> but I'm gonna yep. show you how I do it good luck Good luck. Yeah. It works for some. Some people miss. Some people can take it and run with it at their lake. Some people just say, "Dude, what you taught me." They just don't do that. It's like leaving. The, it's like leaving the barber. Where your barber gets your hair all fucking nice, and you can never fucking do it like that again. <laughs> that's like, it. Shit. That's exactly what it comes same down. Yeah. principle. Yeah, that's it. You know, you can give them the bait. You can show them the angle. You can show them the line, the rod, everything, dude. But if they can't make that thing wiggle right, it ain't gonna happen. And and I put people in the best position I can, but I, I can't make promises. No, it makes sense. Both you guys have to do that, right, too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's like you said. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we, we get off on, on teaching people. Like, we love, we, we share so much love and passion with the sport. We want people to learn. But, it, like he's Paul touched on it, especially on tour, like, you can have someone, unless someone gives you a waypoint and says, this is where you need to stand, this is where you need to be, it's so hard to fish someone else's water. I mean, because you're out, you're out there, and you're like, fuck, is this where I need to be? Like, you, you're yeah. guessing. It's like a math you're, you're guessing. Yeah. You're guessing. And when you're, guess what? When you're guessing, that's the worst thing. Yep. When you're, you're fishing for money, I'm promise you right now if you're guessing dogs stop yeah, yeah stop. no I, I mean that that's a hard one yeah i'm and not it, a fan of it <laughs> i've done yeah, it i've tried I, no, i've tried it i don't yeah. like it either i think it, it I, never I, works out of the 500 times someone's like hey go here and catch him like, once maybe i'm like fuck he wasn't lying yeah. other times i'm like fuck this guy this guy's a liar yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah just tell you the wrong shit you know way he was doing that paul too like his swim baits like i mean it's there's a fine line between reeling it and reeling too fast. You know, Dude. he throws on a five one, Dude. and when it, when he tells you to reel as slow as you can, it's fuck, it's insane. There's a constant bow in this cat's line. Like there's, it's it's it is his cast. Well, a good one, four four five minute cast. Yeah, I've right? been timing him on the camera. Especially with the yeah. it's oh, crazy. Average, yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then other guy will, you know, the guys in there want, and that's a difference between catching an eight nine ten pounder not. But yep. they'll never. So you don't have. Do you have patience for that? We throw do. the big swim Once bait? he showed you, you yeah, gained yeah, I, it, yeah. I will. But here's the thing: is that 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 Paul, that's Paul's life. Like when I go on tour, like yeah, we can catch him on big baits out there. But it's like I, I gotta, I gotta know how to catch him on. You know, no chatting. one's really throwing the big bait. Rarely. <laughs> it, there's there's a few, there's a few lakes where you definitely can do it. Um, okay. But Zaldane uh, throws it. A Zaldane lot. throws it. You know really? what I mean? But oh yeah. It, two, now we got two days of practice on tour, so it's it's hard to. It's just hard. You know, if I were to go out and bust, you know, 18 pounds on the first day by 11, I might go pick something up. But even then, it's just, I don't have the, I don't, it's not, I don't have the confidence. It's just, Paul and I are, he, he it's, it's That's just a di- confidence thing, yeah, I think. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, it is, it definitely is. You know, but I, my tour fishing, tournament fishing is, is so much different than, 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 you know, guiding and, and but, 
then again, you know, I'm fishing. Clear Lake's different. I think it's the only lake in the world where you can not put it down, and, and for at some point in the day, someone's going to fucking nibble it. You know what I mean? Someone's going to get it. But other lakes, it's like, it's just, you know, it's hard. It's tough. You guys got to do a potty? I don't. I just piss my good. pants. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a NASCAR driver, buddy. Here's a, here's a question for you, Paul. I've asked, yes. I've asked three or four guys this. I've asked Oliver, Mike Gilbert. Um, they both had different answers. Right. Do you think to be a successful swim bait fisherman, you need to know the uh, basic techniques? Uh, no, because there's that 50-50 factor of luck. So you're the same. You could just pick up a swim bait and start learning that way. No, 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 no. I, I don't recommend that to anybody. I honestly don't. Don't recommend that to anybody okay. because you're then, I, what, it's like chasing the dragon. You're just hoping to get lucky. You have no clue what you're doing. Now, mm -hmm. if you start with the basics with your worm, your spinner bait, your jig, uh, your jerk bait, now you're going to learn cadence, timing. You're going to learn what everything feels like on the bottom. I can't tell people enough you're going to go spend 150 dollars on a swim bait you're going to throw that thing off the shore not knowing what's out there in front of your cast are you crazy yeah so, yeah you're afraid to get it stuck yeah you're not going to you fish know, it right that's it go yeah. you're not going to fish it right because you're afraid to lose it um yeah. and then you lose it and you give up and, yeah. then, you, and then you lose <laughs> it you're broke exactly exactly so fuck swim bait <laughs> yeah. and, and a lot of and a lot of people do that um but i recommend knowing your cast and the only way you really know your cast is to you know i've learned half of this lake Throwing crankbaits, swim baits, you know, other stuff like that. I've lost 500 huds on this lake. I can't tell you how many rocks I have found just because I've, okay, I got to go slow, feel what's down there, you know. But but I did that knowing, okay, I, I got another box of huds coming. Uh, I don't recommend people doing that. You're going to lose all your tackle. But at uh, the same time, you're, you're, you're like searching the lake for what you want to find yes with that hud it's almost like a search bait for you it's a search bait for me okay. exactly it really is where because the fish live right yeah. right I'm, I'm very finicky on where i want that thing to swim in the water column whether it's next to a boulder in a cave or you know so in the boat's got to be in the right spot everything's got to happen when we first started fishing together paul he used to fish with our buddy jackson and he would be like dude jackson gets mad at me because I take fucking five minutes just to set the boat up to where I want to go. And Jax is on the front of the boat, just fucking cocked and ready. He goes like, dude, can we cast? He's like, nope, not yet, not dude, yet. not yet. Until not you yet. get lined up. Because, you know, it's, this is like an angle that comes down. You miss a fucking cast by a couple feet. It's a wrap. You just don't get bit. Jake, uh, be quiet, buddy. Do, uh, do you have a shit little waypoint when you find that rock? Will you have like five waypoints around that to kind of surround it? Or do you just kind of... <clears throat> typically know what I do to set up. Uh, now, everybody has their own way of graphing and using their graphing cards. Uh, I recommend a one puck on anybody's learning setup or, you know, any sort of setup. If my German Shepherd doesn't stop woofing, we're going to fight. Um, but I, I, I use the point one. So what I do is I then mark my target with the, with the mark, and then I mark uh, a full cast away from that target. And how I determine that is I zoom all the way in on the mark, and then leave the mark at the very top of my screen on the graph. And I know that my boat position being at the bottom of the screen on the graph, zoomed all the way in, is a full cast to that mark. So then I'll go ahead and lay That's another smart. mark. smart. I didn't even yes. know that. Oh, <laughs> right. See, I'm learning. Yeah. See, this is all from Newman. Newman's taught me all this. He's really good with the graphs. Yeah, so I lay a mark on the target. I lay a mark where I want my boat if the wind's blowing out of the north. I go to the other side. I may make a mark if, my wind, if the wind's blowing out of the south. That's where I'm going to hold on spot lock. And that's how I set it up. And then I use the point one because the point one never lies to you. You're not guessing with it. It's mm -hmm. going to draw that line off the front of your boat. And it's going to be like that 65 feet right in front of your boat. And I do, that's how I target fish on this lake and, and on, and on every lake. And that's just how Matt taught me to do it. But yeah. A point on the, where the wind usually comes from a point where the 
rare wind comes from so that I can set up on it in any condition and fish it correctly. And, and, and that's kind of how I use my electronics. What, a you got a new boat. I got a new boat. What did you have before? Uh, I have a tracker jet boat, which I've had forever. Everybody knows me for that little bass tracker jet yeah, boat yeah. that I've been driving in for 15 years. a lot years. of money out of that puppy. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that sucker's paid for itself at least nine times. What size um, engine does it have? It's, it's, got a, it. it's got a one. My old one has a 175. My okay. jet boat does. It's got a 175 inboard jet. So uh, it's got an old tracks and the graphs and the point one and all that good stuff on it, yeah. too. Uh, but I ended up getting an, a Ranger, a Z520 Ranger. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome for like seven days, and then I blew it up. So... <laughs> What? We're back in the jet boat. Are you fucking serious? No, no, no. <laughs> I thought you were fucking it up. What did you do? No, yeah, so I, I got... Thanks for asking, yeah, motherfucker. Thanks, dude. No, I... Uh, it's awesome, people. I blew it up. Yeah. No, I, my buddy, a really good buddy of mine, had this boat for uh, since 2008. Uh, he used it just a couple times a year. It sat, you know, it only had uh, less than 200 hours on it. thing is immaculately beautiful. Brand new grass, brand new trolling motor, brand yeah. new tires, like... I couldn't say no to the offer he was asking, uh, and so I took it darn well knowing the risk of getting a motor that sat for a long time. Anybody that knows an outboard motor knows what you don't do is sit those things for longer than three months. Yeah. Uh, Mercury even says 30 days. You know, don't, yeah. don't let that thing sits for 30 days, you've hurt your motor. Um, so, yeah, I got like seven trips out of it, and I'm just cruising, idling into the marina, and clonk, tonk, 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 and that's all she wrote, so... She's at the shop now getting a, getting surgery, and oh she, she's in a coma, God. I like to say. She's in a coma, <laughs> and she's going to come she's out soon. Back. So when she comes out soon, you know, I've got a whole new outlook on this on this bass game here because, yeah, I've got grass, and, yeah, I've got the point one, but What size engine did it? Does I've it got a new boat. It's a 20-footer with a, with a 250 Pro oh, XS can, on it. Yeah. yeah. I've got the live scope on it. I've got all the toys. Live scope? You get to do video game fishing? I get to do video game fishing <laughs> with my swim bait now, which oh, wow. that's going to step this game a different direction. And I don't know if the shore guys know this or not, you know, or a lot of the swim bait guys know this yet, but uh, what I learned in having that thing on my boat for seven trips Good night. Good for I'm sure. Paul, when Paul night. says good night, is a scary, scary sure, thing. Yeah. He never oh, says good it. night to me before. We go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he tells me good morning, yeah. but not good night. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it it's going to change the swim bait game for the guys that uh, know that, how to use it. That want to learn how to use. Well, you, it's it's it's, it's fuck. It's just fucking pointing in front of you. They're swimming. I mean, it's like it's. I mean, you, there there's a, there's a little bit of art to it, but for the most part, I mean, it's. Yeah. It's, I call it bed fishing throughout the whole lake. It's, I mean, that's, right. that's, it's, it's kind, it's kind of what it is now. Uh, I mean, if if you know electronics, you know, you know, you can go over a spot with your electronics and have the down scan, side scan, and you'll never see a fish on the spot. And there's 50 fish down there. Yeah. Um, when they sucked close to the bottom, you you're not going to see them. Yeah, I don't that's care more if you, for suspended. If thing. you don't have a live scope, or if you have a live scope, or any of these other ones, you know, you, <clears> if they're on the bottom, you're still not going to see them. Yeah. So I got, I see all these guys. Active, you, active target. Shout out Lorenz. Yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out Lorenz. Are um, you guys holding Lorenz? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he uh, today we we see these guys uh, just fishing a spot and then before you know it they're looking at their graph pitching their drop shot around at this live scope targets and before you know it they're out in the middle of the lake and they don't even know it yeah they look up they're like oh uh-huh. they're just like following these fish around that they're saying oh, they could fuck. be carp they could be yeah. catfish there's everything that swims in this That's lake. Wild. and so, as addicting as a cell phone dude yeah so what i'm no- <laughs> so what i'm noticing More is crack. everybody <laughs> staring at their screens and not fishing and so i'm gonna find the balance of mm. when that's usable and mm. when it's not usable. Yep. Like right now, me and Johnny have been filming for the past few days here. Haven't had the lights go about once. Yep. Um, we've just been blind casting. But it, I think it'd be good when you're researching and you're going, okay, you could see how that fish sets up on yes. the rock or some shit like or that. Or where it comes yeah. from. Because yeah. the cool thing about That's that is important. it's going to tell you where it comes from. And you're going to see a follower behind your swim bait. 
you're not going to have any clue where that fish originated from so that you know where to throw back to. You may have a gen- you may have an mm-hmm. general area, but you're not going to know exactly where to throw it as you would with a live target where you're like, oh, crap, the boulder to the right of that one is where yeah. that fish came off of. You know? yep. You're just going to see a fish behind it saying it came from here. You know, yeah. now we're getting real dead serious on it, and, and I think it's going to change that swim bait game. I really do. What other uh, lakes you guys fish a lot? We got Berryessa right down the road, yeah, maybe, maybe forty five miles away, yeah. which I think is arguably one of the best lakes in the country. Really? That place has that I think a record large one, seventeen. They got fifteen plus large wow. mouth. They got ten plus pound spotted bass. There's a nine pound smallmouth cahot yeah. out there. I mean, there's no lake yeah. in the, there's no lake yeah. in the world that has that. Yeah, no, three zero. Like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, I, I like to tell people they say, well, you know, what do you think the best lake in the country is? And I'm like Berryessa, bar yeah. none. There's a world record large mouth, mm-hmm. a world record <clears throat> spot, and a world record smallmouth all in the same lake. Yeah, yeah. and I promise you, all three are in there. I absolutely one hundred percent promise. And they're trout eaters. Too. That's what and yeah. they're all trout eaters. Any lake that has trout, and you know, I'll tell you another lake I think it's that I think has got a fucking a 24, 25 is Pedro or Maloney's. Yes. Those Maloney's two lakes, sure. Maloney's particularly, that yeah. God, those lakes are dude. When that lake when that lake was low and you saw the trees, you're like, mm. uh-huh. I see. Yeah. <laughs> that lake that yeah. lake's got them for yeah. sure. What about the Delta? You guys fish the Delta a lot? <sighs> Places of love hate. I super love hate, dude. Yeah. Hard you know, one, huh? You throw okay, bass fishing's hard enough as it is. <laughs> you throw current into the mix and, and sea lions. Dude, no, how crazy throw, sea, throw sea lions. Current, <laughs> throw current and sea lions into the mix. Just throw those two into any of your local ponds yeah, and yeah. tell me how well you do it. That's like salt water. And then four foot fluctuation throw that on top of that yeah, like, yeah fuck yeah it, it's uh it's awesome but it's it's not my cup of tea man i like going flipping and frogging and, and with the best of them you know I and, I, and i can do it you know but when it comes to the delta it's got giants but we fish a lot on tour we fish a lot of we fish a lot of potomac river mississippi river um you know st lawrence river i fished them all and it's, they say, well, you know, it's current. Like, fucking, you do, they'll, tell, they'll set up, you know, exactly where they are. It's like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, you know exactly uh, where they are. Yeah, one person yeah. on the whole and these, area. And these, knows and these where cats they are. out here grew up fishing them. Like, if their troll motors aren't hitting fucking the bottom, like, they're not fishing. Like, I'm the opposite. My troll motor hits the fucking ground. I'm out. <laughs> like, in, <laughs> Texas, in Texas, like, if I'm idling and, and I come up over, a, you know, if my boat picks up over a stump, I'm fucking gone. Dude, that's dude. what I realize. I'm gone. Like, it, it spooks me out. Yeah. But, but if you're not in that shit, you just don't fucking catch yeah, them. Do you feel like if you when you fish the delta, like say if you're going to go fish another river system, we go pre-fish there a little just to get no, the tides. No, no, I know. That, Are you really that, just... that, that? All that's going to do is confuse the fuck out of you. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Tides, yeah. tides, yeah. and tide fishing is always changing. There's certain areas where fish will live throughout the year. You know, just based off certain things. But bait, bait, bait's not there. Then there's just so many variables. It's just it's yeah. particularly in a river system. You know, what and I mean? the sea line yeah. thing's a whole nother. Oh gosh. Well, who oh, knows gosh. how much they've impacted? I'm sure the locals know it's bad. Yeah, I've yeah. heard. I've heard Caesar and the guys go, dude. We've caught big fish, and you just see them. They bite the belly right out of the yeah. like the bed fish. Oh, you'll see him, th- yeah, you'll see him throwing them up and like playing around with striper and bass. Like, and like this like, fish yeah. was so dumb, it was in two foot. I just ate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It stayed in one spot. God, can actually- you believe that, Fred? Let's go get another one. They're all over here. Fuck it, eat them all. There's a whole mess of them. They're not moving. They're just sitting there. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with them. I've been biting the belly. That's it. The rest tastes like just crap. Take the good stuff. Let's just take the good stuff. Uh, they, they say that the fucking tournament guys. The fucking sea lions will sit there. Oh, at the bottom of the tube? And they'll yeah. just fucking wait oh. for him to drop the fucking Wouldn't you, fuck, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Free dinner, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck, wouldn't I would you? too. Guys, yeah, we I'm have to make sure we release the fish nicely into the water. <laughs> right. That's why they go down the tube. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know that, by the way, the Delta here at in Cali, we fucking, we don't, we don't dump fish in the water. We send them down a fucking 40-foot tube. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, like it's, a fucking water slide for fish, and seals are waiting at the bottom with their goddamn mouths open, just eating them like fucking pelicans. <laughs> 
And that's literally what they do, too. Yeah. Isn't that I'm wild? not making that up. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I just think it's wild that they can't be like, oh, this isn't working. Uh, yeah. Should we just, and like, if, drive them somewhere? We should be able to. Right. Uh, never mind. <laughs> hey, come never on. Mind. You could throw shade at no, that. I was gonna, there's no, no, I, no, I was going to say it's a harmless seal, but I'm, I, I like animals. I'm, I'm not about well, harmless animals. Yeah, right. They, did, down, they would, did, did it down south a lot. Oh, yeah. They they're like, to, like yeah. crossbows or shooting with bow and arrows. Are people in Dude, there was a captain I heard that I could never do that. Shooting. Oh yeah, twenty twos and stuff. A few, a see, I, 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 I don't see. I want to make that very clear. I do not. I, I'm, I do not. I'm not full. I know. I'm not serious. <laughs> I do not I'm a god. I, I, yeah, no, I do not no. believe in. Hey. I love animals. <laughs> Fuck people, but I love animals. You know what I mean? <laughs> animals over human beings all day. I, I don't harm animals. Oregon, they can oh, they can man. shoot them. Well, you can do meth oh, yeah. in Oregon too. Yeah. Shit, you can, yeah, you can do I mean, whatever the fuck you want in Oregon. You can, oh, I know yeah. how they legalize. You can, you can fuck your brother and sister at the same time. Do meth. You do whatever you want. Really <laughs> oh, shit. oh man, <laughs> did you hear about what Johnny got arrested for? For what? <laughs> Sucking his brother's dick. Bullshit. <laughs> it's legal now. You didn't hear? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we went sideways. We went yeah, so hard. sideways. <laughs> anyway, yeah, these fucking seals, they suck, man. It's terrible. <laughs> you guys are fucking wild. What time is it? I know you got to get out of here. No, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I could probably do six fifteen. All right, but um, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hold you up, man. No, you're fine. Hey, man, if we're I got to split, and you guys still talk. It's fine. I just got. I think the six fifteen, I got to get, but it's fine. I'm enjoying it. No, no, for just sure. Drinking I mean, this cold Pacifico. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> There you go with the shout other. out Pacifica. Shout out Pacifico. Pacifico. Shout out Afco. <laughs> shout out the Rants. <laughs> shout out Irod. <laughs> Owner Hook Seaguar Fishing Line. Falcon Tires. What up, baby? Thanks for the tires. But a six cents, right? Six cents. I'm sorry, Casey. I love you too, Zach. Thanks, guys. <laughs> They got, they, got, they, got, they got some new soft plastic. Real, actually, real talk. Six cents. Speaking of which, I want to do. Or I do want to say something. They got some uh, new baits out. Soft plastics. They, they've come out uh, the past couple of years. They've really been changing the game. They got these new uh, thing called hog wallet. It's like a brush hog mixed with a creature bait, and they're fucking money. They're dope colors. Um, a lot of new cranks out. Top water. Check them out. Six cents. There you go. Boom. Nice commercial. Six cents. There you go. There you go. I want some money for that, Casey. That'll be five hundred dollars. How did you hook up with Pacifico? So my ex, fuck her. Um, <laughs> uh, her dad. Um, I, I hope she. Is there any more left? Yeah. I'd like another one. There's one left. You can have it. Uh, I uh, her dad owned a bunch of round table pizzas, and uh, actually, this is actually a really funny story. I had a guy, and Paul can probably claim this too. We get a lot of you know message requests, and you know, generally look at all of them. A lot of times we ignore them. And I got a message from a guy saying, "Hey, I met your girlfriend's dad at round table, and you know, talk about your fishman." This I love and round table. I'd love to be shout about. out round table. Yeah, yeah, shout out round table. So good. Meat lover pizza, <laughs> extra crispy white sauce. <laughs> Uh, and uh, um, and uh, he wrote me and said, you know, I met your girlfriend's dad, blah, blah, blah. I know, she sucks, Jake. I know, fuck her. I'm with you, bro. Um, and uh, for, for those of you who don't know, Jake just said she's a bitch and he's not lying. Uh, anyway, so uh, he messaged me, blah, blah. And um, I thought I was just some guy, this and that. And I ended up talking to her and said, yeah, that's the head guy for distribution, blah, blah, Constellation Brands, blah, blah. And uh, I said, well, maybe I'll hit him back. He said, we should get a beer sometime. I said, yeah. I said, do you guys sponsor this and that? And he goes, well, yeah, we sponsored, you know, the uh, uh, Anaheim Angels, Sacramento Kings, this and that. And he said, you know, I think maybe we can, you know, meet up, this and that. So long story short, I met up this guy in his backyard, had a couple of Corona, told him my story. Something that I want to give people a, a, a tip on how to get sponsors. And it's not, and I, I, this might not be perfected, but what I, what I do is I'm just fucking me. I think people appreciate someone when someone's pretending for me anyway, I can tell. I can tell you're full of shit. You know I mean? Someone appreciates authenticity. You know, I got an authentic tattoo down my throat because I want people to see that. It's who I am, blah, blah. So anyway, it helped. But I met the guy and a months went by nothing, nothing, nothing. He got, got me in contact with another guy. You know, I asked for a certain amount of money, a lot, because that's what you do. You start high and you get low. I won't get into what, what I'm getting, but, uh, 
uh, and you know, I got just it just kind of happened. It just materialized. I got, I got you know in touch with the head guy, and um, you know, we had a Zoom call. You know, he wanted to know who he was dealing with this and that, and I was myself. You know, and this and that. Loved it. Met up with the guy and um, worked out a deal. Um, yeah, I mean, I get free beer all year. I got I get to represent. Uh, and not only that, I get to represent a beer company that, that I thoroughly enjoy. You know. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that this is going to be the start of greatness. You know, we talked about maybe doing a three-year deal next year and really just trying to, you know, um, uh, push it, and, and it, which would be amazing because every year for me it's like, fuck, you know, you got to come with this amount of money. And Well, it's cool, too, because I feel like you you uh, know how to market yourself. Sure. Not well, only that, I mean, not nothing knocking your how good of an angle sure, you sure, are, sure, but sure. you're not like sure. the very top sure. Kevin Van Damme, sure. but sure. you know how to make it work. And sure. you're like almost giving people advice to like dudes that are coming up and going, fuck. How am I going to pay for it? Well, you got to market yourself. You have to market yourself. And what it comes down to is, I mean, being successful helps. And, I, and I've been fairly successful at the yeah. tour level, you know what I mean? But it's what it comes down to is 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 how can you ben- how can they benefit from you? You know what I mean? They did and and when you're when you when you when you're just searching for people just to do it, you you don't you, when you believe in something, you promote it much better. Like, you know what I mean? Like That's I have it. to I have the best I have the best sponsors in the fucking world. Like I really truly the owner hooks, Seaguar, Six Sense. I mean, owner hooks have been I've been using them as a kid, Lawrence units. I mean, these these people believe in me. I believe in them, and that's what makes it that's what makes a team work. You know what I mean? You, when you're doing something just to just cuz, when you're just trying to get a fucking handout, I, I I don't believe in that. I'm not, you know, I I I actively search companies that I want to be a part of. You know what I mean? Right. I Do want you feel to be like part uh of. with YouTube fishing that it's been a little more difficult with uh getting sponsors because like someone will do it for free. Why are you going to pay someone well, when someone? Well, that's like even w- even what I'm doing. Say, like you know, if someone say they do a podcast and they just get free stuff. Well, that's cool, but it doesn't pay for like new board, new no, mics, yeah. new yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right. where I've invested so much, so it's kind of like, do you think that the same things happen with the fishing industry where you're kind of giving away at your the, soul at the with, lo- at the lower level? Yeah, but at the high know? level, no, because at the high level, they're not, they won't. It doesn't the, the people are willing doesn't do them any good. The lower level is like yeah, but you know anyone can promote it. But it's, at the end of the day, it's not really doing anything. You know, they yeah, have no, they, they have no, they have no audience. Yeah, they have no, reach. They have, they, have no reach. they have no reach. Exactly. exactly. But, but see, some of the times I see like you'll see a YouTube fishing channel have a bigger reach than like a oh, yeah. top echelon elite dude. Yeah, but, re- but reach, but reach to whom? Reach but, to whom? Who's it reaching? But well, I agree. Diff- yeah. No, what, what yeah. it is? You know what I'm saying? Johnny? Yeah, uh, yeah they, for, they would. They would know. Johnny would know more, yeah, more, right, more yeah. about that. For I professionals, uh, when they're promoting baits, they have it carries a lot more clout, right? There's a lot more respect. So if he says he likes a certain six cent square bill, True. it carries that, you know. And everybody's like, okay, like I believe him. Like he fishes professionally, and YouTube is just kind of different, you know. You kind of build a a different kind of audience, and and it just depends on how that page is built. I mean, it works. Both of them work. And right now in the in the fishing industry, there's when endemic sponsors, which are are companies that are within the fishing industry, like Pacifico is non endemic, which is really hard to get and awesome. Those are the best kind of you know, yeah, yeah. non fishing related. Um, yeah, non fishing yeah. related. Yeah. But um, there's this big split that's kind of happening where money's being allocated to professionals, which has always been like the top. But now the YouTube creators are coming in because they sell a lot of baits too. Um, so it's just kind of two different markets. Um, it, it has been harder to get, I guess, if you were searching for cash sponsors, uh, the way I see it, and it, it's a total business standpoint. Let me fix this a little bit. Um, Sorry, I gave him the quitter. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, of course I get the quitter. Um, but it, 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 it's just different. You, a YouTube kid, I will call it, uh, that has 100,000 followers right now, he's going to reach 500,000 people, you know, easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily with one video, maybe two videos. Um, a tour pro, it's going to be harder to reach 500,000 people. Now, the only place that kid's going to be seen 
is on YouTube. He's going to reach five. Now, a tour pro is going to reach 60,000 people. Fake numbers. We're just guessing here. Because at the same time, the YouTube, uh, the, the tour pro, it all depends now. Platforms, it all depends on the platforms. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, do they have a big Instagram following? Are or, they, or that video is going to be shared by another company that's more significant they, than the YouTube exactly. channel. Do they do a good video? Right. Are they going on Bass Talk Live? Yeah, Are yeah. they going, exactly. you know, like shit like that? Right. So a tour pro's reach is harder to determine it is. than a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. That's what it is. Yeah. So you don't know what a tour pro's worth because, yeah, his numbers on YouTube may not say the same as some kid that, that's got six million yeah. views. But his ability to sell a lure... Uh, or a bait, you who know. Gonna buy, is, who's gonna buy a bait from? Some kids, some seventeen-year-old who's got five hundred thousand dollars. Or guys, no, but, for a fucking it, living. But that's for like hey, tournament you, anglers. Like sure, there's sure, there's that, kids that right. just pond sure, fish, sure, right? Sure, or agreed, go to the agreed, lake sure. once every agreed. once in a while, and they they resonate with the YouTuber. Yeah, but agreed, like agreed. you're saying, yeah, that's oh, sorry. Uh, like you were saying, like after a tournament's won, you look at tackle warehouse and that bait that it was won on oh, is yeah. sold out. I mean, but there's no way to really tell. You know how well, that you traffic get, was driven you get there. Tactical bassing. Yeah, and they have. They oh, could yeah. push a fucking bait to sell like. Oh, and, yeah. and guess what they got? They got affiliate links, so that every time somebody clicks on that link, they're making percentage. Tackle warehouse gets notified, fuck. so that's how the game's changing. Right. But there's like a certain level of respect with the tour guys that still carries a lot of stuff. No. You yeah. know. So it's it's just splitting up. It's just a little different. Yeah. It's making it harder for sure to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, agree, da- it's damn harder now to get paid yeah. fishing than it was. It's my before. understanding too. Paul's been doing it a lot longer than I have. But I fuck. I remember guys telling me back in the two thousands where fuck it was getting money from people was fucking breeze. It was nothing. People were just yep. throwing money around. You think you could around. bullshit easier than you know what I'm saying? Right. That's what it comes down to. Right. Yeah. You could have bullshit a little more. Well, like I you think- win a couple tournaments. And you don't have to do shit because you say, this is here. There you go. Yeah. Like nowadays, it's like, what are you doing? What else are you doing? It certainly YouTube makes channel? it easier. You know, like. Being well. successful, being a good market, being a good salesman helps. That's that's your ultimate goal. But I can promise you that winning fucking helps. You yeah. Winning win, win yeah. build, win yeah. builds your, your background. Yeah, it helps. Uh, for people to respect. Of course, yeah. You. you know, like I didn't get calls because, uh, you know, because I was a nice guy for guide trips. You know, I got calls because I won tournaments. And I got calls because I caught big fish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so you got to prove yourself, you know, yeah. and the tour pros seem to prove themselves and they get trusted. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it goes back it's just to a different, I guess, uh, you would know, like from BMX, it's like how stuff's changed just from like, Oh yeah. Well, how about my previous fighting career about Paul's BMX? He's well, this is one thing. Killer riding bikes, yeah, man. Ta- I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. We got to talk about Paul. You're, you're sitting in front of two trophies that are touching the fucking <laughs> ceiling behind you. I know, because you can't see it, but he's got like 14 so he, foot trophies. Uh, yeah. I used to ride then. I did, man. I rode BMX from, uh, God, I 12 till I retired when I was 24. So 92 to 2004. That's wild, dude. Yep. And, uh, man, I would I'd just travel the country, man. It was so freaking cool. I, I'd get a budget from a sponsor. I had multiple Were sponsors. you racing uh, double, was it double A? No, I never raced double A pro. I raced amateur until 2000 when, when I was 20. Then and you then had I, to move, right? And then I turned turned to A pro, and mm-hmm. I raced A pro, but I never made it past A pro because so it was I didn't expert want to. the whole time. And then you went to expert to, from when I was twelve until I yeah, was twenty. Okay, that's what I did. And then you started doing uh, downhill. And then I started doing the downhill BMX when the X Games came yeah. about. Uh, I got really hurt in I think two thousand two. Uh, broke a couple bones in the leg, and and that was it. You know, I ended up. My brother said, "Hey, you know, you can't move. You can sit in the back of the chair in my bass boat." You want to go try these big swim baits? And, that, and that's how that all started, man. I was hurt from Damn, BMX. And, and That's wild. Yep. What a small world, though. Like, even some of the stuff. I mean, I owned a bike shop. You know some of the dudes. 
You yeah. knew Mike Escamilla, you know you rode? Yeah, so. heck yeah. I mean, yeah. Rooftop was on my team on Hoffman Bikes. Now, they, yeah. they were the freestyle division, and we were the BMX division, yeah. you know? But, like, Steve Swoop, Matt Hoffman, you Steve know? Steve Swoop. Steve Swoop was our team manager. God, he, he was dude, the one everything would like go OG, through. He dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- those guys really helped me a bunch. You know, I, I rode for Vans from the time I was 13 till the end of my career, <laughs> 24, and... Uh, Jake doesn't like Vans for some reason, but <laughs> but Vans was was freaking awesome, and, and I had a bunch of the best sponsors in the world. Dude, dude, it, was, it was awesome. Wild. It was awesome. Did you see the documentary yet? Hoffman's. Yes, I haven't watched it. It's pretty good. It's amazing. I can't you wait to watch, watch it. it. Is it on Netflix? Netflix. Okay, I gotta watch that. It's freaking awesome, man. He's he is he is he is a beast. He's a businessman. He's an icon. Uh, he's an innovator. Uh, and there'll never be anybody like him. The only person ever like Matt Hoffman is Evil Knievel, and 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 I think that's. That, that's enough said about Maddie is the man. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. Yeah. BMXers, right? BMXers, man. <laughs> Not only that, but his business sense, man. You know, to do, see what he did with Hoffman Bikes and to see what he did with the X Games. And I don't know if people know, but Matt's a big part behind the X Games. Yeah. And uh, and, and he just grew every extreme sport there is to, to just 10 levels from what it was. And it's just, that's just what he did. So Yeah, I agree. Props to Matt. Thanks for, thanks for taking me in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's... Uh, you have some tournaments you're going to fish this year as well? I'm going to fish a couple of just local tournaments. Just a local stuff. Yeah, you know, we'll do the FLW if they come, and we'll do the have one Have you ever tried Open. to go full on? I did the, uh, I've never tried to fish the tour. I did a. Uh, but you should. He's I, smash. Yeah, I did he a would. whole tour one really? season. I wish you could come with me. 2010, I did the whole one bass tour. Uh, I did the Southerns. I did, uh, what was it, like Mojave, Havasu, Mead, those. And then I did the Northern Tier, Shasta. It's not your shit. It was cool. I won Angler of the Year. I won a, oh, bo- wow. I, I won a boat, you know. I, I, I think I top 10 to every darn tournament there was that year. And, uh, and then the next year, I was just like, man, that was cool, you know, but that's not my cup of tea. There's so much preparation that goes into traveling, <laughs> and 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 you like being home and being away from your house. Yeah, he, he dude, ain't lying when he says he's that a homebody. <laughs> dude, I'm a big homebody, man. I, and it's hard to get me away from Clear Lake. I, I mean, it's you're, below forty. Paul ain't going fishing. The, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Snowing. <laughs> yeah. Snowing. <laughs> nope. Yeah, yeah. The cold. No. People, will you go when it's snowing? You won't touch the, the lake. No, not usually. Not if it's snowing, because there's 364 other days the out of the year that, I, that I could go out there. <laughs> but can you still catch a big one? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, absolutely. These fish yeah. love storms. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, you I mean, probably catch the biggest them. one when it is snowing. <laughs> you, I've caught my biggest bags on this lake when What's it's your, dumping uh, PB rain. My PB's here is 12 and three quarters. I've never got a big, big one out of Clear Lake. Now, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a bunch there's of not a lot teeners of in here. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of teeners What's in What's the Clear record? Uh, I think 17. Oh, wow. 17 and a quarter, I believe, yeah. is what it was. Um, Southern California, before I moved up, uh, I ended up catching a 16 and a quarter <gasps> on, on a HUD. It was at where? At Casitas. At Casitas? Yep, and uh, that was on the cover of Western Outdoor News, actually. There you go. Yeah, dude, that was, that was the first <laughs> yeah. time I ever made a cover. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that thing, that was on the HUD when it was still a prototype, you know, and everything was kind of just getting going, so. Yeah. Did but you yeah. have a lot to play in with the HUD? I, no, not at all. I was just some BMX kid that was this guy, Sean Bailey's little brother. Nobody knew who I was. Sean and Matt were the man, were the, were the guys winning everything back then. I was, yeah. just, I was just kind of in the right place because I knew the right people. That's yeah. all that was. No, I mean that's a that's a big deal though. I mean you you put your mark on the swim bait scene a lot, but I also think it's really cool you kind of just stepped away because you didn't like how things are going. I want to say something real quick too about the rods too about his his rod and I rods in general is that people are always like, what's the best swim bait rod? What you know? What? Listen, these guys these guys have been throwing swim baits before anyone ever knew what the fuck they were. So if you think there's a better person to design a rod for a swim bait, <laughs> you're out your goddamn mind. I mean it's period. Like if you want to throw a swim bait of any sort and you're not throwing an eye rod. You missed the boat, period. And again, I'm not knocking into the rod companies. I'm sure they're great companies, but these guys have been doing it for 
ever. They were the first ones to do it. You yeah. think that, that they have they have the most experience, per- period. So you think they have all these, and they put they put that into a rod. It's going to be the best rod. And I feel like your your video kind of like came back around recently, maybe in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, absolutely. Where you like know. it kind of like you know I think. Everyone knows swim baits is like the fucking thing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone and their mom's right. throwing a swim bait. And right. it's like it's like extreme sport thing it'd be swim bait fishing. Yeah, and yeah. you know that someone said that. I forgot who yeah. I think it was on an interview. Someone was like, you know, BMX and all this. I don't know who's who's what podcast it was. It's all together. Like it's like usually the dudes that throw swim baits yes. did something like that before, like right. road bikes, skating, yeah. right. music. Got knocked out in 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much for you. You're done with it. Well, he would, I knocked him out way worse. So watch the video. Watch the video. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's coming back around. And, and you know, you guys, you know, people started watching it again. It was on YouTube, right? Yeah, we, we were able, you know, we, we sort of got permission to put it back on YouTube. Um, Which video is this? The Big, Big Bay Pause. Pause. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, it, and the funny thing is, is so many new kids have gotten into the sport in the last 10 years. They didn't even know the Big Bay Posse existed. They really didn't until we kind of brought it back around, and then everybody thing you know everybody kind of said, "Oh wait, that oh they did that in two thousand nine. If you have not watched like it, he, it is he, it yeah. is some of the most wild. it is some yeah. of the most intense. Punk, the punker footage is some shit. They're like, oh dude, my that, God. that made it all the time. people come on boat flipping tens and talk about that yeah. video. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, it, it was just one of those. You know, I, I had the BMX vision of of you know having BMX videos made and being in BMX videos and whatnot, and then seeing that vision with swim baits because it was so much cooler than any other fishing, you know, and that's kind of, it's kind of, and so I think it, you edited it. So it was a BMX influence. It was BM, it was motocross BMX skateboarding, you that's know, what but I love, I like yeah. to know it's Yeah. BMX. Yeah. That, it was all motocross <laughs> BMX. Shit, dude, that's yeah. what it was. You know, my sponsor was a moto triple X. Yeah. They had a factory racing team, a freestyle team, you know, you had to learn how to do all the editing though yourself. No. So I got lucky here. So check this out. So, but wait, there's more. There's more. So my, that's not it. My team manager, a guy by the name of Kurt Holler, shout out to Kurt, man, helped me in life. Like nobody's ever helped me. Uh, took me under his wing. Uh, when he started Moto triple X, he, uh, I signed a contract with him. He was my BMX sponsor for my last three or four years. And I had the vision for the big bait posse and I kind of took it with him. This is probably five years after I retired from, from motocross and BMX and all that good stuff. And, and I called Kurt, we had golfed once a week ever since then. And, uh, said, Kurt, dude, I got, you know, this is what I want to do with fishing. Let me show you some of what we've got so far. You know, let's, you know, what do you think you can do? He's like, come to the office. Let's check it out. I went in there and he just looks at me and he goes, let's do it. And it was that easy. And I said, what do you need me to do? He says, you give me all the footage. I'll get music rights. I'll edit it together. I'll get distribution. I'll get titling. I'll get sound. I'll get effects. And I just looked at him and said, deal. This was on VHS still, right? This is on DVD. DVD. So yes, okay. this was when the whole DVD VHS right, market was out. crashing. No, okay. it was when it was, everything was crashing and everything was going to just online every, you know, it, Blu-ray. DVD. Yeah, everything was going to Blu-ray. Do you know how, <laughs> and, 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 and so, and we got hosts. Did fucking a year. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it changed so fast and we dropped it right in that time. And so, you know, it goes back to doing stuff for free. We made the Big Bait Posse. It took us two and a half years. We spent camera time, paid like I said, paid editors, paid titlers, paid sound guys, paid music guys. We didn't make a dollar. None of us made one single dollar. Do you know how many dollar. copies it sold? It's hard to say. We had an original 7,500 printed, and we were out of them within four weeks. Oh, my God. That's fucking awesome. And not one person reordered. No? So we were done. We closed up shop. I said, Kurt, I don't know what to say other than I'm sorry. 
you know, I thought this was going to work and DVD market was crashing at the time and it's just kind of the way it went. And, uh, and it was a big, I'm sorry to Kurt. He put in a lot of time and, and so did we going to the lakes all the day, all the different days and filming for 15 but you, hours. You made something that won't ever happen again. We created, oh, yeah. we, you know, you, you, you created history. a piece of, a, that's right. legendary. Yeah. Right. We created a When you say a legend, brand. you know, I get thrown around a lot. That yeah. was legendary. That right. Video. And, and that's why and I that's think it did. got so much traction again right. recently. It's just because you could see how swim baiting used to be. Like, you think it's cool now? Like, imagine when they, like, didn't even know what swim bait was. Right. And they were eating it like yeah, that. Yeah, even listening to Matt tell all the stories of, like, fucking... You know, going and he said he had his like mom or something come film. Or- oh yeah, yeah. He would have <laughs> his mom come film, and I mean, I mean, it was crazy stories. I mean, what me and Justin Kerr were filming one day for his part, and uh, I remember we filmed for twelve hours. I used every battery I had for that camera. Hey, how did. cool is that part? Your part, you know, like a it, bike video. It's like yeah, you, you yeah, have your fucking two yeah. minutes, and you're like, yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's what, that was my goal behind it, you know. But I remember, I remember just the craziest things happen when you're filming for those things, and it sucks. But end of the day, twelve hours into it, battery dies. We pull into the marina. Justin goes, "I'm going to cast over the point." And I said, "Do it," and he hooks a fourteen and a half pounder, and I was out of batteries. And I filmed with that kid for what video? Months. What camera were you using then? I don't even know. It was it was his mirror. <laughs> um, I don't even know. It was uh, it was an HD camera. It was right when HD first happened. Okay. Um, and then we it was like ha- the Butch camera, kind of the same deal. Yes, but then we realized that we had to get away from the HD and go back to digital because all of our footage that we had prior to meeting with Kurt wasn't in HD. So we said we can't mix the two. Yeah. Go back to digital, film the rest of it in digital, and so that was another reason why we didn't do very well with the posse oh, financial wise. Yeah. Um, is because it, it, we went from digital to HD in that same year, and so everybody was like, "It's not HD." Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. yeah. This is still high quality. Yeah. It, it, no, nobody cared. Nobody cared <laughs> enough. But it was if when that one market crashes and you have another market in the same industry going to a different product, it, it just made it all really hard. But I think it, it's coming back now because it's it is just like a BMX video or a skate video. Oh yeah, it's timeless, is what it is. Yeah. You, you can watch that thing for exactly. twenty five years from now and probably get just as pumped as you did the day you watched it the first time. No, I yeah yeah, and I think uh, it, it's cool to see it come back around. Especially, I mean, how big, like, Bass Brigade and, and Swimming Underground, all these big, absolutely huge staples now, you know? And even huge. new bait builders and people that have only been doing it for 10 years now, you know? Right, right. And it, it's really cool to see. Like, I had Oliver on. It was cool seeing his video and, you know? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, it's brought a whole... We started another industry within bass fishing, is yeah. what I like to say. There is another industry within bass and that fishing. Kick, I think that video kick-started that industry. Like, is it, it's something different. It's you know? something like... It, it's almost like a cult movement. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. what it was. Like you punk know? rock. That's yeah. that's what you know? it was. That's what it, it is, it, pretty it, much. It's like it was just punk rock. And that was my vision, dude. Let's start something. Now, I didn't. I don't necessarily like the way the direction it went, <laughs> <laughs> but we gave it. We gave it the nudge, and that was all of our intention was. <laughs> we'll, like, just pushed it, let it roll down the hill. That's it. We just pushed it and let it keep rolling. <laughs> well, do you think about this stuff now? Like with these bait drops, with these swim baits, it's crazy that. Oh, so man. many people make so much, like people make a living off of making a good swim bait. Yep. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's awesome. That's it. That's amazing. Right? I mean, you can, you people can always want to buy them. Yeah. It's crazy. Keep losing them. I'll buy another one. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> That's it. Dude, I've, I've lost, oh, I've lost some big baits. Oh, me too. I'm sure you have. It's like, no. oh yeah. man, that, nothing like a mother or anything. The worst, like, when uh, you, the worst is when you fucking cast one off. That's way worse. Cause you I just had, watch it fly in there. You're like, no. Turn the what trolling motor on, you know you're not going to get it. You just stare, you yeah. just stare where it lands, yeah. you just hit it 100, don't take your eyes off it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, get it. Just, you get over there to Rod and start burying her, you're like, I'm not leaving it. 
Hey, break a fucking guy off. You don't give a shit. Just get it. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, listen, guys. I don't mean to cut short. I got to take off. Yeah, here. we could we could close yeah. up. Yeah, Let's no, or, or sponsors and okay, stuff. Okay, and, cool. And, uh, okay. Or if you guys want to keep going when I leave, it's, it's we can close up. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah good. Go. I'll let you leave. Go ahead. Um, you guys, let's uh, talk about sponsors. Anything you want to point anyone towards? Yeah, you know, I've been fishing the game craft stuff a lot. Everybody knows I'm a big game craft guy. Um, to me, they had the first glide bait before anybody knew what a glide bait was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give Tommy Cardoza props on this. Tommy, if you're listening. Shout out, Tommy. <laughs> this is all you, buddy. Um, I drew him as a co one time, and he showed me some shit. <laughs> yeah. Tommy figurated one with him in a boat in on, a tournament. And I was like, oh, dude, dude. Yeah. Real, real quick story. So, day, <laughs> so he, had about nine, he had about 20 of them fall. The day before the tournament, because I'm having a fucking follower every cast. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> he was not fucking lying, dude. He had one come to the boat, and, I'm, and he starts figuring. I'm like, dude, this is musky. And he fucking... He literally figure eight, dude, fish ate it, set it, swung him the boat in two seconds. I was just sitting there like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, but so he opened my eyes to the glide bait. And they had one of the very first glide baits. I don't know if people know that. Yeah. But it was out a long time before 2009. Just nobody wanted to look at it. They're like, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Tommy turned my eyes onto it. Uh, I've been a big fan of their products ever since. Um, so let's give a shout out to Gancraft. Um, Irod, obviously, you know, Aftco, huge shout out to Seth, Matt, you guys are awesome. Um, and I, you know, I, I got a bunch of sponsors. I got, you know, I got Robo Worm. Yeah. Nobody knows I'm a worm guy. You know, I grew up in Southern <laughs> California. Nobody knows that I grew up, you know, I grew Paul up in Southern California. Paul has a spinner rod in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> if you but, know uh, what I mean. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, Robo Worm's done a lot for me, you know, that, that world record spot that I caught, you know, or supposedly not world record, how, however you, however you want to call it. But uh, I've got the best sponsors in the world. Everybody knows who they are because they see them on my stuff all the time. And thank you guys. Yeah. Oh, get it out. Get it out. Get the phone out. I know, Line them up. Well, Line listen, I mean, up. I mean it's, what it is for me is, like Paul touched on it, I mean, without these people, it's, it's absolutely, no, it's absolutely impossible for us to do what we do. And I've been fortunate enough to, like I said, gain and gain and maintain a lot of sponsorship. I mean, Pacifico this year is, is, is done huge for me. Uh, you guys already know how good the beer is. Drink it. Drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive, obviously. Uh, if you're under 21, also, please do not drink unless you're supervised and don't have any keys in your fucking pocket. Uh, Six Sense has been huge for me. I've been on board with Six Sense for several years now. They're my title sponsor the past couple of years. Casey and Zach over there, they have absolutely murked it for me. They have provided me the best fish and tackle um, support, um, and they've really helped out. I've, been, I've had a lot of fun with them. Um, electric sunglasses. I've been electric a couple of years now. I think people, you know, it's funny. I grew up wearing electric as a kid and and, and, and just loved them. And, you know, years later, I'm, I'm sponsored by them. So it's a pretty cool deal there. Um, Falcon Tires. I, I've been running Falcon Tires on the truck and boat for two years now. And man, I'm fucking telling you, dude, they quiet, uh, affordable, the best bang for your buck. There's no doubt about it. Um, Lowrance units. I've been using Lowrance since I was a child. It's hard to argue that anything's better than that, especially with Active Target coming out. Um, I'll be having that in the boat hopefully this year. Actually, I will have them this year. It's just on kind of on back order. AFCO, just signed to them this year. They are, man, listen, guys, if you're not, if you have not worn these clothing that AFCO provides you, I'm telling you right now, it's, I would, I would pay, I, I would pay for these things. And I mean that. And I mean, I really sincerely mean that. The, the, the new Reaper sweater, fuck, it is unbelievable. Yeah. They have three different sets of rain gear. They got things from board source to underwear to hats to beanies to gloves. I they mean, got the best built in uh, mask. It's on sweatshirts. They just put the mask it's on. Yeah. So, it's yeah. so, so comfortable. Yeah. Um, Irod, obviously, I've been on, on with them for eight years now. And Matt's incredible. Thanks, Matt, for what you do. I know I got two signature series rods coming out, or one out, another one coming out. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, Modern Outdoor Media, they've been, they've been in charge of all my, 
business, you know, uh, my in my uh, web page and, and running my guide stuff. Uh, Seaguar Fishing Line, God, man, the best ever. They got this new gold label coming out, or it's actually out. Leader material. It's the it's the thinnest, most strongest leader line you could possibly possibly ever imagine. Don't sleep on that. Jesus, Make sure are you, you get a fucking tour pro or something. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and and then uh, obviously uh, Mercury, obviously running Mercury outboard. Uh, Fal- or, I'm sorry, owner hooks, the best hooks in the business. And last but not least, amped batteries. I just signed on with them this year, and they've been uh, lithium batteries. I, I've been able to run them the past couple trips out. Amazing, lightweight. I'm and, scared of those things. And you'll, dude, you'll you'll be just They're awesome. <laughs> being on tour yeah. and being afraid to run out of battery, you'll fucking it'll, it'll put your tail between your legs. But I don't I don't have to worry about that anymore. I'm super stoked. FLW or MLF, uh, have to be out there to fish. My parents love you both. Um, I'm stoked to get this year underway and hopefully go win one. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. John. Yeah, iRod. Obviously, that's why we're all here. The family and just the best rods on the market. And AFCO. We were just talking about how. Mm-hmm. We don't have to buy any clothes anymore because AFCO has everything Ever you need. Again. <laughs> yeah, especially if you like being on the water a lot. And they got the best clothing in the market. So thanks and, for uh, having us on. Hopefully and, and, we see and, some more stuff from video coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. And thank you hopefully. very much for coming out and yeah, doing this. Yeah, no, we this really is great. This is thank you. Very, probably very one of the funnest uh, podcasts I've done in a long time. Well, you, uh, you, you good, knew good. That was our plan. That was our plan. You get up three together, it's a fucking wrap. This was a great idea, guys. I'll tell you that right now. But thanks for being part of the NorCal series. I think it's everything next month is going to be all NorCal. Cool. So it'll be listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, man.